We come to you live from Law Nation Studios with another episode. I know, I know. We've been grinding hard all day on behind-the-scenes actions, but I really appreciate each and every last one of you all who stuck out and waited for this moment. Got a major event tomorrow. I would love to see y'all beautiful faces out there. Yeah. Toyota Music Factory. Between the hours of 2 and 4, if you're in the Dallas area, just type in Toyota Music Factory. It's in Urban, Texas. It'll get you there. Let's go. They say it ain't no party like a cowboy party. Yeah. Let's grind. Let's go. Appreciate you. If your birthday this month, happy birthday to you. Let's stay consistent. Let's be proactive. Simulation for the nation. Without hesitations or deviations of the situations, Cowboy Nation. Appreciate each and every last one of you all. Come on. Come on, stand to your feet. You're listening in to nothing but facts. Let's continue to grind and shine. Shout out to all of the HBOs, the SGs, that share game. Let's go. Come on, Jerry. <laughs> yeah. My dogs at? Where my real ones at? If you're a real one, let me see real one in the chat. Yeah. Come on. They say, hey, no party like a law nation party. Yeah. Turn me up again. Yeah, there we go. Don't be running away from me. Come on, baby. Hey. Oh. It's the best in the house. Let's go. Come on. Come on. Five, four, three, two. <laughs> Appreciate y'all, man. Shout out to all of the real ones that's in the house, man. Uh, the name is Law Nation. I'm live in the Law Nation studios. We're going to talk about the Dallas Cowboys versus the Atlanta Falcons. We're going to listen into a few radio stations. Uh, we're going to listen to your phone calls as well. In this episode, I really appreciate each and every last one of you all for tuning in. Yeah, this is a bounce back situation. The Dallas Cowboys versus the Atlanta Falcons. The 4-4 four and four Atlanta Falcons, by the way. Uh, some Atlanta Falcons, if you are in the Dallas area, I've been hearing you guys. They talking. The fans are talking. I was in uh, the Galleria, the mall. It's in kind of like mid part of the North Texas uh, over there by the tollway. You guys know what I'm talking about. And I heard some Atlanta Falcons was like, yeah, we're going to beat the Dallas Cowboys down. He's speaking 
glory of their team. And that is what a win can do for you, right? That is what a win can do for you. And all I can just sit back and just listen. And I say, yeah, keep that same energy because I know I'm going to keep mine, right? But they coming off of a victory and they gloating a little bit and they thinking that they could do the same thing that the Denver Broncos did, the repeats poor favor. I hope my uh, Spanish is a little... <laughs> Good right there. But you guys, that's what they're trying to do. Repeatance, you know, that's what they want to do. They want to come over here in Dallas land and they want to hit it to us. Right. And bring it. We right here <laughs> and we ain't going anywhere. <laughs> but I come here to tell each and every last one of you all that this team is built different. They're should be no growing concerns, as you guys can read the title of this episode. A lot of people think that what happened last week can be the similar thing. Now, if what happened last week happened again this week, and I'm not even talking about the win-loss category. I'm talking about the temperaments and the readiness, right? We're just talking about the general football part of it. Then I will be one of the first ones to tell you guys, dog, it ain't happening, dog. You know what I'm saying? I'll be the first one to tell each and every last one of you guys, dog, it ain't happening, you know. It ain't happening. I let all the Cowboy fans know. <laughs> like, dog, Law said it ain't happening. But this should be a situation that we looking at this game and we leave no meat on the bone, no mercy. This should be a situation and a scenario that we look back on it and say, all right, Cowboys, they fell, and it hurt. Shout out to TJ Lombardi. This loss does not define us. Mm. It will only make us grow. Mm. Micah Parsons after mm. the game last week. Mm. This team will learn from this and bounce back mm. DC4L. My AI is right. Shout out to your AI. Boy, I love it when you guys do it to me like that. Oh, yes, Jay Lombardi. Hey, this game, this loss does not define us, right? Certain situations and pivotal moments, certain situations, there is a situation, that defining moment. Like, what happened to you? Are you able to bounce back? That defining moment. Can you get back to where you started? Are you going to fall down and say, hey, this is where I'm going to be comfortable at? Or are you going to fall and try to land on your back? Because if you can look up, baby, you can get up. Get up. Lace them up and fight them again. But law, the opposition is too big. Uh, th there was a movie I saw many of years ago. And uh, there was a certain fighter in this movie. Um, and and he, he's a pretty good actor. Uh, I forgot the name of the movie. It's at the tip of my tongue. But the whole notion of the movie, this boxer, you know, I think the, the, his, his father's name was Apollo Creed. I forgot the name of the movie, but it was his son. And I'm not talking about the first edition. I'm talking about the part two. And he went to go fight this Russian, I believe. Uh, and I think he was a Russian. And he got his butt whooped. 
I'm talking about he had all of the momentum. He thought that he was in shape. He had everything as relates to his mindset. And his trainer and all of the other people were saying, hey, dog, you don't want to fight this man. Oh, you don't want to fight. I think his name was Drago something. You know, it was a big boy. And they said, hey, you don't want to fight him. He will kill you. He's coming to kill you. Name of the movie was Creed. Appreciate you, Creed, too. And if you guys recall that movie, if you guys recall that movie, Adonis Creed. Yeah, shout out to Jay Lombardi. I know I got some people, some movie credits over here, baby. Some movie heads, you know. And he got his butt drugged. But one of the defining moments was when he stood up, not to the opposition, but he had to stand up to his lady and said, baby, if I don't do this, I'm nothing. Let me repeat. If I don't go through with this, I'm nothing. He had to go all the way and rearrange some stuff. Had to go all the way to the desert to train, to get his mind to refocus. And I know it's a long-winded conversation for you guys, but y'all ain't doing nothing else. <laughs> We're going out to the club and getting ready to set up for your two-for-ones, right? But I'm sitting here telling you guys that the Dallas Cowboys got to have that mindset that, hey, we got beat down, we got put down, but now it's time for us to realign our priorities, and we are nothing. We are nothing if we can't get beyond this, if we can't get beyond the playoffs, playoffs, if we can't get beyond winning the playoff game. People got to understand that even Dan Quinn, got an axe to grind. Mike McCarthy, he got an axe to grind. Johnny Bones, axe to grind. Joe Philbin, axe to grind. Those are your verbal leaders. But the physical leaders right now will be Parsons, Cooper, Ezekiel, Elijah, Elliott as well as Rain Dakota Prescott. Rain Dakota Prescott is the only quarterback in the National Football League. He's not allowed to make mistakes because he's living off of the past mistakes that the previous quarterbacks had with this team. He's living off the past mistakes that the Jason Garrett's had of this team. He's living off the past mistakes out of the influences that Jerry Wayne Jones himself got. Appreciate those who making the uh, donations there. Uh, shout out to you, J-Rod. He says, I feel like we need to <laughs> need a blowout win to get back on track, especially with all of these calf injuries, which are annoying. What do you think, Law, D.C. for life? A win is a win at this time. And I, I, it all, to me, it could be by one point, but these guys need to really believe in what the coach is spitting and believe in the program that they are introducing themselves to or playing inside of. All right, let's listen to 1310 to ticket. Uh, they have their philosophy, and we'll, we'll listen to their game plan. Uh, shout out to Norm Hiskis and as well as Donnie. Another big spread in favor of the Cowboys, and after the debacle that happened last week, we'll see if it's just a one-off thing right. or we're starting to have some growing concerns from this Cowboys team. But we do have game plan and how can the Cowboys defeat the Falcons to get back on track? 
Yeah, it is kind of odd that last week Dallas faced a 4-4 four and four team at home uh, and was a 9.5-point favorite, and this week they face a 4-4 four and four team at home and they're a 9.5-point favorite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a little Vegas irony there. Let's start with the offense. Donnie, every week. Uh, before Norm start, not often, not often did you guys get the same test twice. Not often you get the same situation. Both teams were four and four. And, uh, of course, Vegas had us as a nine-and-a-half-point spread. Uh, but not often you get a chance to reconcile what you done did. Uh, but I come here to tell you guys, before we go into details of listening, listening to those boys over there, um, and these are not excuses like I lamented before, but there's something to do with continuity and rapport. There's something to do with being on a level head and your mindset together, Cowboy Nation. And what is that law? Well, that's practicing. You got to practice to make perfect, right? Perfect practice. You play lights out, and then everything else will work its way out. Dak Prescott was cold as ice, not in a good way, last game. He didn't throw the ball to those wide receivers in three weeks. And I can hear the people saying, well, all you're making a boatload or a bevy of excuses. No. Those wide receivers and Dak Prescott overthrowing them by a mile. Not often you see that from Rain Dakota Prescott. If anything, he would check it down and be a Charlie guy. Check down Charlie Dak, right? Until he get his rhythm and everything else. But he pressed and he pressed and he pressed. And Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, none of those boys. And especially... With the absence of Blake Jarwin, we didn't get a chance to see anything but Dalton Schultz was the leading wide receiver last game because he was the only one that practiced all last week with Dak Prescott and Malik Turner. And it shows, it exhibited, and it exuded out there on the field. You recommend running the ball. Use the greatness of your offensive line. Well, without Tyron Smith... With Steele flipped to the left tackle, and with what might be a rusty Lyle Collins, who, by the way, Steele didn't have a good game last week, but mm-hmm. Collins didn't exactly stand out himself last week. In no, fact, the entire offensive line didn't exactly stand out last week. But this week, a recommendation to flip the script. Appreciate Donnie. your call. Atlanta is very poor at getting quarterback pressure. Big you should be able to throw the ball against Atlanta. With Gallup back to join C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper, with your running backs healthy and with your tight end healthy, the lack of a pass rush for Atlanta, only 11 sacks in eight games, should allow you to think that you can simply protect Dak. Now, it wasn't that Dak was sacked a ton last week. Right. It was pressure. that he was running around like yeah. crazy. It was pressured a ton. Pressure and bust pipes, baby. They're going to – I think they're going to challenge that also because I think we've seen – not I think, I know. We've seen the Cowboys be able to win football games both ways or play well both ways. Right. Because when they, they're playing deep and we're saying they're inviting you to run the football and with the two running backs, they've been pretty successful at that. But when Dak has to go back in the pocket, throw it around, you have the talent on the outside to scorch pretty much any defense that's out there. 
and I think this is what got him in trouble a little, uh, a little against Denver because they feel that this offense is so potent that no lead is incapable of coming back from. Yeah, yeah, we're all right. Yeah, yeah, don't worry, we're all right. And I felt the All right, I'm pausing right quick. I think someone to ask if uh, Ezekiel Elliott is healthy. Um, let me let me give you guys this rundown right quick. Uh, he was on the injury report due to the um, knee situation, and, um, and I can barely see it, so I know you guys can't see it. <laughs> Wednesday, he was limited. Thursday, he was limited. The good news and the graces of it is that he practiced full, fully on Friday. So if you need this information, I'm going to copy it. Uh, click on it and then just come back, you know, just come on back and watch the rest of this episode. But 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 here we go right here. I'm going to paste it right here. Uh, check out that. That is the full injury report of Ezekiel Elliott. So he was full participant in practice on uh, on on today. And and when we look back at this list, you don't see Rain Dakota Prescott on there at all. So he was a full participant all this week. Uh, the only quarterback that was on this list, by the way, was Will Greer. And he, he practiced uh, – he had a knee situation, and he practiced limited today. So outside of that, everybody else, um, Cooper, he's still battling that, that, that hammy. And without proper rest, it's going to be a nagging situation. Uh, let me see if I read this out. C.J. Goodwin, he will be back this week. Uh, C.D. Lamb, full, 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 full across the board. And Tyron Smith, he did not practice at all. He's in the rehab program. And uh, Corey Clement, he he did practice fully today. So he's back from his uh, illness there. Uh, outside of that, of course, we know that Randy Gregory, uh, calf strain, he will be out for it. The minimum of three weeks. I like to add on an extra week and say four weeks because they're not going to rush him. He's going to have to get back into football uh, shape there, uh, especially at edge rusher. So it may be a four weeks for him. Uh, by that time, we should at least Cowboy Nation get Demarcus Lawrence back. Same way, it's halftime at sixteen nothing. I'm thinking they'll be fine. They just have to get back on track and they'll be okay. Even nineteen nothing. That was wrong, wasn't it? Oh, <laughs> extremely wrong. <laughs> With the way Denver's defense played them uh, last week. So, yes. It's easy to say, and it's simple to say, you have to establish the run because this team isn't good against the run, and you have two really capable running backs in an offensive line that you feel can win the line of scrimmage. It's easy to say. But you are going to have to mix it up on offense, and I think they will do that to try to keep that defense on its heels because you feel that this offense can, can do some damage against Atlanta's defense. Well, the theory almost every week has been run the ball to set up an easier and easier passing game. Well, throwing the ball well sets up an easier and easier running game. It does. Game. Yes, it does. Uh, so those two do flip very nicely Conundrum. with each other. They now, do. defensively, Cowboys have had some shaky moments the last few weeks. Now, they, they defended Kurt Cousins well, but New England put 29 up on the board, and at that point, that was the high point total of the year for New England. Mm-hmm. And Denver, Denver put their high point total of the season on board last week. So, what do you do here? Well, you make sure Atlanta is one dimensional. They they, <laughs> well, they cannot they run anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Make them be themselves, right? Yeah. But you know what? We could have never pictured 
Denver trampling the Cowboys. Sure, not in the running game like that. Yeah. Right, right. So, Shoot. one must make sure this week. Now, the two running backs for Atlanta, poor souls, uh, Patterson and Davis, they just don't get much much production. Now, that still doesn't mean you get an easy time because Matty Ice, the quarterback's good, but make sure they don't run the ball well enough so you bite on play action at times. If early in the game Atlanta is successfully running the football, uh-oh, thank you. That's I was waiting on you to say. All right, so those at 1310 to take a shout-out to Norm Hiskis and Donnie. Uh, I think that's his name. Really appreciate everybody for tuning in. So my thing is, and I just wanted to play that little quick excerpt there. My thing is, Cowboy Nation, we shouldn't have to worry about them running the rock. But every now and then, all it takes is wrong alignment and assignment. And then, lo and behold, you got somebody gashing you for a big play. And what Ryan likes to do, and I ain't going to call him Ryan, Matty Ice, or what have you, but his name is just Ryan. You know, Ryan uh, likes to throw the play action. So that's just what he do. Even if they're not running the rock, he goes into this play action situation. And he got a pretty deep ball, by the way. Uh, and, and that's just how that goes uh, with, with that particular situation. I just look at it like this, Cowboy Nation. We just have to stay locked in and stay focused, stay, stick to our game plan, and let everything roll from there. All right, so I got audio from uh, 1310 to Ticket, not 1310 to Ticket, uh, 105.3 to Fan. Uh, give me one second while we upload this one. Uh, this is from John Stephen Jones. Stephen Jones with us on 105.3 The Fan. And a good afternoon, sir. How you doing? I'm doing good. How you guys doing? Doing good, thanks. Yeah, we're out here at Fat Daddy's in Mansfield having a heck of a Friday afternoon, and it's great to hear from you. And I got to give you your credit because you called it last week. We were overconfident going in. It, it it didn't sound like you were, but hey, maybe the team was. Was was the team overconfident? You know, it's just hard to judge on something like that. Obviously, I just uh, we didn't play to our standard, and uh, uh, you know, I just uh, our guys have played so well all year, and. When you turned on the tape and looked at it on Monday, it's just, uh, you know, uh, across the board, we just didn't play uh, like we'd been playing all year. We didn't execute. We didn't play fast. We didn't play with the right cadence on, on defense. We weren't flying to the ball and having, you know, four, five, and six tacklers at the ball all the time. And, you know, we just uh, didn't execute and didn't make the plays. Now, the uh, you got to say hats off to the – uh, Broncos for doing a great job. They had great game plans on both sides, but uh, you know we just uh, didn't play uh, the way we need to play if we're going to win football games. Stephen, uh, you know, and I go out there and watch practice. The times we get to do it, and, and you're out there every single day watching practice. And, and we've heard about the team not practicing well on some Wednesdays, and but kind of hearing, hey, things got off to a better start. When you're watching your football team this week, what are some of the things that you see? I'm not asking you X and O's things, but just a little bit more about the spirit of your team, the fitness of your team, and, and how they would be ready for this game this week. Well, that's the biggest thing is you just felt energy out there. I think everybody uh, was aware that uh, everybody can play better and has to play better. And you just felt the energy in the practices this week, uh, you know, that everybody was, uh, you know, had a pep in their step and they were uh, – had the energy they need, uh, I think, to uh, to have success. And, 
certainly we've got to go out there and execute, know the game plan, and execute the game plan. But, uh, you know, it really just felt like uh, everybody knows, hey, we got to we got to get this thing back on track and, uh, and you know, play with that uh, winning energy we've had and uh, the football character. You, you felt it out there, and I, I do think we had a good week of practice. Steve and I, I, I know when I was working in the league and stuff and working for you and your father and stuff and the family, I hated playing against guys like Matt Ryan and Tom Brady and, and Drew Brees and all that. It, it, it's just a nightmare to have to deal with these veteran quarterbacks that have been doing this for so long. Is there, do you feel the same way or is it just like, no, Brian, we play who we play and, and that's kind of where we're at? No, there's, there's no question, Brian. I think you, you, you hit it. I mean, playing these guys who know how to play the game at a high level, have played throughout their career at a high level. Matt Ryan's one of those guys. Uh, you know, it's an it's an extra it's an extra challenge, and you know these guys are gonna are, are gonna play well. You know they're gonna know where to go with the ball, and uh, certainly uh, it's an added challenge whenever you go uh, against one of these veteran uh, Hall of Fame type quarterbacks like uh, Matt Ryan. Certainly, we've gotten you know some good input from uh, Dan Quinn, who was the head coach of that team, and so close to winning a, a world championship there in Atlanta with Matt Ryan, but. Uh, you know, we'll have our work cut out for us. They've got some some extremely uh, uh, – Didn't John Stephen Jones – I ain't trying to be disrespectful or anything. Uh, but but do you – do you guys think that uh, this guy, Matt Ryan, is a Hall of Fame mer type of quarterback? I mean – Good, great. I mean, I mean, did you guys hear that? Or well, I'm just hearing things. <laughs> oh, I just could be. It's Friday, you know. It's late. Normally, I do a show a little earlier. It could be just that, you know. Come on, let me rewind just a little bit. Ryan, certainly we've gotten, and uh, certainly uh, it's an added challenge whenever you go a. Uh, against one of these veteran uh, Hall of Fame type quarterbacks like uh, Matt Ryan. Certainly we've gotten, you know, some good input from uh, Dan Quinn, who was the head coach of that team and so close to winning a, a world championship there in Atlanta with Matt Ryan. But, uh, you know, we'll have our work cut out for us. They've got some some extremely uh, uh, skilled players uh, in pits and, and some of their offensive guys. So, uh uh, I know we'll have our hands full out there, and their defense is uh, rolling around good. So we've got to uh, we've got to get prepared. I think we will, and uh, I think we'll play play with energy and hopefully get back on track again. So we, we know we're in a different type of league, and, and somebody said, "Oh no, Law, he do got the numbers." Well, Matthew Stafford, he got numbers. So Matthew Stafford and Matthew Ryan, or Matt Ryan, I ain't going to call him Matty Ice, got numbers. And they always been in the same era, right? Uh, era as it relates to Ben Roethlisberger, I can say through and through. Ben, you know, he got the hardware and you know how that goes. And Eli, 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 at the end of the day, he got two of them. So, 
based upon the new philosophy of Hall of Fame, then then I guess you guys are right. You know, uh, I can't. Jim Law says tell Stephen uh, to lean forward just a little bit. You know, huh? I mean, his numbers. Okay, so he got numbers. Tony Romo got numbers, but he never been to the Super Bowl, right? So um, I get that part of it. But that's something that I'm going to have to take a real good look at, you know. Stephen, uh, Gavin and I yesterday on the show were talking about some of the injuries that you've sustained, especially with Randy and stuff and all the things that he's kind of gone through. And we were kind of – William, you're right. William Bernie, you're right. He, he, he got an MVP. So that could be a qualifier, right? MVP represent at one point of time. Throughout the NFL, you was the most valuable player in the entire NFL. So you do got a point. Ryan is like uh, Marino, big numbers, no title. And Marino, look, look, you're right. You, y'all making some strong cases here. And, and maybe I'll do another video to explain, you know. But the, the strong case would, would be, Marino, he made it to the, Marino made it to a Super Bowl, right? He lost one, right? And never got there again. Matt Ryan made it to the Super Bowl. Never got there again. Matt Ryan, did he he was one of the quarterbacks to throw for 5,000 yards, right? Well, you know, and Grant says, well, at least Matt Ryan was an MVP, not Romo nor Stafford. Who who's the better quarterback, Matt Stafford or Matt Ryan? Uh, let, let's break that down too. Jay Cutler got some numbers, right? Carson Palmer. Uh, so, so Jay Farm D, Matt Ryan, Tony Romo, Carson Palmer, Philip Rivers, Jay Cutler, all the same type. My dog Jay Farm is coming up with a strong, strong opinion there. And out of that bunch, who would I take out of all of those guys? Now, I can tell you, if healthy, I could be a little biased. I could be a little biased. I'm taking Tony Romo, if healthy. I, I've been banging on the table, and I, I'll tell people all the time, and, and excuse my Cowboys fandom, I just say that if Tony Romo, listen to me, don't crucify me, Cowboy Nation. If Tony, and this is the if, this is the operative word if, and if was a fifth, I know. We all will be drunk. But if Tony Romo had either Bill Parcells his entire career or you do a flipper and you take Tony Romo and you send him to the New Orleans Saints, right? And you had Drew Brees over here, then that would have been a whole other situation. But if you had Tony Romo under Sean Payton, we would have been looking at Tony Romo a whole lot differently. That's just my thoughts. And he would have been in that tier because if we break this thing down, just about tears, like based off of tears, J form. And Jim Law says, so did Cam Newton. Yeah, I see you. What tier is Drew Brees? And I, I it, list me the tears of Drew Brees. Is, is Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning. Or, J Form D is Ben Roethlisberger somewhere in this tier right here with Matt Ryan, Tony Romo, Carson Palmer. I love this conversation. This is, this is a good conversation, by the way. Uh, 
Joe Flacco is a Hall of Famer. <laughs> no, 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 no. Jay Form said, we can't play ifs. <laughs> oh, buddy. I know, I know. Drew Brees, Hall of Fame. Yeah, there's no question that Drew Brees, Drew Brees, Tier 1. Okay, all right. So, Drew Brees, Tier 1. Drew Brees, Tier 1. Now, before y'all, before y'all kill me over here now, <laughs> before y'all get me, I know y'all finna get me, but could it be that Drew Brees would have been the Drew Brees, that he was the Drew Brees in the Chargers, if he never got paired up with Sean Payton, and Drew Brees would have just been Drew Brees in that second and third tier? Can we give any credence, credence <laughs> to Sean Payton or that was all Drew Brees? And I know his work ethic is second to none. Shout out to Drew Brees. Hard work ethic, you know, efforts. Uh, Rogers, Drew Brees, top five. Now, but which tier, Carl? Is, is it tier one, tier two, tier three? Tier one, tier two, tier three. Those are the tiers. Like, we all know, without a shadow of a doubt, Peyton Manning tier one, you know. <laughs> all right, Terrence Short. This is a good conversation, by the way. And it's just derailing the whole conversation of Cowboys versus Atlanta. But, you know, we chilling. We talking football. Romo, Rivers, McNabb, Vic, Cutler. At one point, Vic, before the dog situation, I mean, he was unstoppable. He went to Green Bay and handed Green Bay where no one ever did in that cold era, you know, that DL, right? Drew Brees was cold in college, too. He was. He was cold in college. A whole bunch of people were cold in college, you know. Um, Brees, tier one. All right. Nick Foles. <laughs> DC said Nick Foles, MVP. <laughs> yeah. I think that Drew Brees could have. Did just as well as in San Diego. Um, yeah. You know, I ain't gonna go there. I ain't gonna go there. But you're right. You're right. <laughs> Warm Moon was tier one. You know. <laughs> Moon tier two to me, this ooh, Pac, Paco, I don't know. Ooh, I don't know if you got to put War Moon in tier twos, you know. Tony, if Tony, not a Hall of Famer, Ryan ain't one either, basically. And that's from Mike Mike, you know. Uh, yeah. Jason Garrett. <laughs> oh, buddy. Let me ask y'all this honest question. When did, in removing Super Bowls, when did Tom Brady become elite? This is a trick question, by the way. When did he become elite? What year? What year? Was he elite when he won his first two or three Super Bowls. Mm, how you factor that in? See, see, this, this thing, man, can go crazy. And and we even if you look and you dissect 
if you dissect this thing down to a fraction, even with, hear me out, Russell Wilson, the year he won the Super Bowl, was he elite? Also, when you look at the numbers, Big Benjamin Roethlisberger, Big Ben, when was he elite? Was he elite when he won his Super Bowls? Look it up. Ooh, it, it, go, it go crazy. That, let's say how deep that hole go. It's a deep hole. It is. Uh, Tom Brady cheats law. You know, I, I'm not I'm not going to take it there, you know. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. Oh, my goodness. Man, th- th- this, is, this is some good stuff. I'm telling you guys, this is some good stuff. It is absolutely some good stuff when you start to look at it and contextualize everything. <sighs> It is. Uh, let me let me get off the subject, man. But quarterbacks and stuff like that, it, it, it's it's a it's a cycling type of moment, right? And you got to be careful and you got to be mindful before you give them the gold jacket, right? Some people want to take, you know, they gave Lamar Jackson his gold jacket. Now some people say, let me take that off of him. Pat Mahomes, they gave him a gold jacket. Now they want to peel it off of him because now they see. Some of the things that, hey, the NFL is catching up on. Some of the things like, hey, oh, hey, wow, what was that? You know, uh, Brady Brady equals elite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peyton Manning retired equals Brady elite. <laughs> Context do matter. Oh, my, my brother Ryan is in the house. Yeah. And, and Ryan, I know he, he's a diehard. He's the diehard 49ers fan, right? And we can go all the way back to even, you know, Lamar will get his jacket. Oh, this is from Ryan. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. Boy, we, we, ooh, it, gets, it gets crazy. Ryan. Ryan, when did Steve Young, when did Steve Young became elite? Or was he ever really elite? When did he become elite? Huh? <laughs> he he's a diehard 49 er fan. And and you know, that whole situation, Joe Montana, he was elite and they got rid of Joe and you know that, that whole storyline. Shuffling it back and forth, it's like, you know, is it too much? Are you now asking too much of this team? Is the depth and, and I know you, you're you're gonna put your head down and keep going and tell everybody to shut the hell up. We just got to keep playing. Is that really like the mindset, though? Are you trying to tell everybody, hey, we just got to keep going here. We got we got these guys. Let's just keep fighting and, and, and see if we can, you know, if we can continue this thing through. Well, absolutely. I mean, every you look around the league, every team's having to fight through adversity and, uh, and challenges, whether it's injuries or players missing games because of uh, the pandemic, COVID. Uh, everybody has these challenges, and certainly we're no different. Uh, you know, obviously we're being hit a little bit there in the de- Somebody said, oh, man, boy, we got to do a whole conversation just on quarterbacks. Quarterbacks. Uh, Clifton says Steve Young became uh, elite when he beat the San Diego Chargers and uh, that Super Bowl with Natron Means and all of those boys. I feel you. Law Nation, your brother's <laughs> – I can't even say my brother's screen name. You know, I don't, 
I don't even I know how to pronounce that Ryan. You know, I just talk, I'm just gonna call you Ryan. Uh, yeah, somebody break it down. You know, he tried to tell it to me, but y'all know, man, I got these hooked on funny guys, man. Uh, we got some uh, donations to uh, to talk about. Come on, CB Nation, uh, hit that like button. Shout out to you, Sadiqwa, Matt Ryan, want get a jacket. Uh, pretty much, Matt Ryan would not get a jacket. Just hasn't done. Uh, enough to earn that jacket, law. Oh man, re- rephrase it, uh, Draylen. Uh, are you saying that Matt Ryan will get a jacket? Just hasn't done enough to earn that jacket, law. Because what's what's going to happen is that these numbers about to inflate. About a twins, about a twins. About a twins. What about a twins mean? I know you got twins. He got two sets of twins. My brother got two sets of twins, by the way. Father, father. Okay, 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 okay. See, I'm education for the nation. Father of twins. Okay, okay. Now you got me. Okay, father of twins. Yeah, right. <laughs> you don't need to have no more kids because you're going to have another set of twins now. <laughs> Everyone got a perfect game over there. Um, father of twins. Appreciate you, Ryan. See, I learned something every day, and this is my brother. We share the same womb in the same room. <laughs> father of twins. Appreciate you, my brother. Uh, is Matt Ryan getting a jacket? They might as well give McNabb and Romo and Rivers one, too. This is from D.C. See, we, we open up Pandora's box, baby. Oh, man, I can't get off this conversation. Because I do know the reason why I can't get off of it, because every year my guy, Rain Dakota Prescott, numbers been increasing and been dominating and been neck to neck to a guy that everybody say he's the shoe in, shoe in for a Hall of Fame jacket. And that's Russell Wilson. And y'all know I was going to head down that road, right? And I'm sitting here like another part of this believes Believe it for me, but another part of this, you got to have the hardware, though. And here's my angle before y'all pull out those butter knives and try to shank me with it. It, it, it hurts. Ah, ooh, ah, ah, stop it, y'all. Don't, don't, don't beat me down. The only reason Eli Manning will have a gold jacket one day because he exhibits and exudes the hardware. But I come here to tell you guys that a third of you guys that's watching right now or more wouldn't take Eli Manning over Tony Romo. And I think that even Tony Romo leads the head-to-head matchup against Eli Manning. But Eli got that hardware, baby. Two of them. I can hear the people now say, Law, get off that, get off of that stool. Talking about Tony Romo. He's gone, bro. He's done. He's done. <laughs> but it's a healthy debate, by the way. Because one day we're going to see Eli Manning get that gold jacket, right? And then we're going to be yelling and saying, hey, what about my dog, Tony Romo? <laughs> and five years go by, 10 years go by, 20 years go by, and we'll be still talking about that you know k mac says eli had that defense though yeah and eli what tier what tier was eli in 
He wasn't in that first tier. And do you really put him in that tier that Jay Form just mentioned with Stafford, Romo, Matthew, Ryan, you know, Roethlisberger, I can't get off this subject. Let me Defensive line with Randy and uh, Demarcus Lawrence being out. But the good news is we're getting uh, Michael Gallup back this week. Uh, good chance uh, Tristan Hill is going to be uh, back in the swing of things. And, you know, as we move forward, we've got Gallimore who will be coming back. But I don't think it's asking too much at all. I, I really think we can, you know, play at a high level on defense. And uh, certainly getting Michael Gallup back is going to be a, a help for this group. And, uh, I think we can go out there and, and, and play play at a high level and, and win this football game if we execute and play the way uh, that we've been playing most of the year. Steven, I'm going to ask you if you can pull the curtain back a little bit. When you talk to you guys who have been on that staff at Atlanta, can, they'll, they'll not say it probably publicly, but this means something to them, right? right I mean, this is, right. I mean, are you getting a vibe that, like, they kind of got that look in their eye like, yeah, we need to go get this one. And those, you know, I'm talking about your defensive line coach, Joe Witt, you know, and, 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 and DQ there? Mm. Oh, well, I, I think that's always there. I mean, I feel it when we play some guys who've left us and gone to play for other teams. It's always difficult because you'd like to, to keep them all, but you can't with the salary cap. But – no, you, you could see it in Minnesota with Xavier Woods out there. He was, right. uh, I think he was playing at a at a high, high level, and it meant, you know, meant even one notch more. Not that every game doesn't mean a lot to Xavier Woods, but he's one of the class acts we've had around here. But you could just feel his energy out there, and certainly he was uh, uh, playing, playing great football against us out there. I just think that's natural. Uh, yeah, he's right, uh, Xavier Woods, uh, when we when you play against – Former teams or current you know, former teams, you, you you tend to show up. Draylen says, "Hey, uh, he will not get a jo- jacket law Super Bowl. He let Brady come back and win and took off the the, the seat and hunt him forever." Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So so what you saying? Appreciate appreciate you, Draylen. Uh, you 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 said that he will not get the golden jacket because uh, the twenty eight to three situation and and at the end of the day, he was the quarterback that was under the center. And, uh, you know, he would not get that golden jacket. So I feel you on that. And he's talking about Matt Ryan. Um, but here, here's the thing. In the next 10 to maybe 15 years from now, all of those numbers will be inflated. Why? Because they added one extra game. And I believe in the year three three to four more years they're going to add another extra game it's going to be 18 regular season games to make it even and uh, those numbers that he put up would be you know kind of like okay now everybody's doing this the norm unless they couple all of that you know in with the uh, the new metric system and everything like that so we'll find out eli last two seasons suck this is from a king um, appreciate everybody, man, for watching. Uh, let, let's listen to more of John Stephen Jones. Uh, when you go against your, uh, when you go against uh, your uh, past team, and uh, certainly I know our guys, uh, uh, you know they're not going to say anything, but you know it's got to be in their belly. Stephen Jones with you here on the fan. Can can Terrence Steele get to a, the point at left tackle that he proved to be at right tackle? 
you know, that's just uh, that's just work, and I think he can. I mean, this Terrence is a gifted guy. Our, our coaches are, are are going this route for a reason. Uh, you know, I think uh, they'll be better uh, this week than they were last week, and Appreciate you, Jim, uh, they'll Lowell. continue uh, to improve. So, yes, the answer is he got to play a lot of left tackle in camp. You know, we didn't overdo Tyron in camp, and he played a lot out there, so – you know, he's just shown, give him the opportunity, and uh, he'll get it figured out, and he'll play at a winning level. Is there any concern that the calf injury for Dak was part of the struggles from last week and that it could play a factor in this week's game? No, I, I think he'd be the first to tell you that. I just think we've got to go to work, which they have this week, and uh, uh, and execute and get the energy level uh where it needs to be, and uh, Dak will be at the front of the line with that, uh, getting everybody back on track and 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 headed in a, in the right direction. And uh, you know, he he'd be the first to tell you and first tell us if he really thought there was an issue. But uh, as you know, uh, he's certainly uh, not going to uh, talk about the injuries or anything like that playing a role in in his play. Dak Prescott is a warrior, <laughs> but he didn't. Th- he didn't practice in three weeks, and then the guys that he was throwing the ball, they they, they wasn't fully uh, healthy. Uh, somebody asked earlier, uh, "Is Cedric Wilson on IR?" I don't think he is. He practiced today. He was limited. Um, he, he's a game day decision, basically. So, uh, if I'm a betting man, you look at it and say, "Well, Gallup practiced all this week." The news that I was able to hear from. Uh, Certain insiders, they said that, hey, he, he practiced pretty good and he looked pretty good as well. So hopefully uh, we will see Gallup transition over there on the field and is, should the speed of the game will be just the way it should be good. Uh, so uh, Jay Lombardi says uh, Cedric will play next week. Shout out to you uh, for that information. Uh, Tony Romo should get in just for Jessica Simpson. <laughs> this is Jim Laws. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then my guy, Jay Form, uh, uh, appreciate you, man. Uh, Eli also won Man of the Year, which is an AP qualifier. AP voters are also on the Hall of Fame committee. Yeah, I, I think it, Eli is going to the Hall of Fame, right? You you can't paint. Uh, how can I say this? You can't paint Tom Brady legacy without it right because you're going to bring up the fact that they were the team that was undefeated that year right and this this is one team that everybody had counted out even the cowboys that game for some reason uh, we wanted to parlay in cabo land uh come right into the mix and give them that that l was that the season or was it the 2011 season y'all let me know i forgot which year it was uh but but regardless they've got two super bowl rings on um on oh, oh good old Tom Brady and company Stephen, back in the day, you used to have Steve Hoffman that would bring in Pro Bowl kickers from, like, you go down to Walmart and grab, like, a guy, work out 10. Appreciate your guys would become a Pro Bowl kicker. Is it harder nowadays when you do lose a kicker to try and replace that guy? Or is it, does these coaches just have such a, a good understanding of a pipeline of who they want and the type of guy they want? Because these games are so close and so tight, and, you know, that could be very well the, the difference between a, a win and a loss right there. Well, I think uh, certainly Steve Hoffman was great at it, and uh, certainly our our man, Coach Bones, is really good at it, too. No one uh, sure. special teams personnel around the league. And, uh, you know, I, I 
watched our kicker kick out here when he came in uh, for the workouts and uh, feel confident that he'll go out there and do a great job for us. Steven, now as I'm working on my prediction for Sunday here, I might need you to cool me down a little bit because I'm looking at this Falcons team, and I, I don't know. The, the running game isn't there. You got Ridley out. The defense is bottom 10. We, we can feel pretty good about the chances of getting a win now here, can't we? <laughs> you know how I feel. They pay their <laughs> yeah. guys, too. And right uh, certainly they're going to be, uh, you know, in the AT&T Stadium playing the Dallas Cowboys, and they're going to come with their best shot. And if we don't go out there, we proved that uh, last Sunday, if we don't go out there and, you know, play at the highest level, uh, then disappointments are ahead of us. But I think our guys will uh, – I do think our guys will rebound, and I think you're going to see a great effort, great energy, and uh, I think we'll play much better. But uh, also know we better because the Falcons are going to come in here uh, ready to play the Cowboys. Steven, I'd like, to, I'd like to maybe apologize for the beer that's going to be thrown on you tomorrow in Baton Rouge. Uh, that you probably you probably deserve it. So you know, wear it with some pride, and uh, you know, and, and hopefully uh, that team in purple and gold takes care of your bunch. How about that? Well, I, I hope the team in purple and gold doesn't. I hope, I hope my <laughs> Razorbacks get the, get the Tigers tomorrow. But uh, yeah. I'm a big fan of Ed Orgeron. He's a friend. Sure, uh, he was my strength coach in uh, college when I played ball, and think the world of him and. You know, no, they've had their share of injuries this year, but uh, I have nothing but the utmost respect. And, of course, what an amazing place to play college football. I was just on the phone with my son, and, uh, you know, he, you get fired up when you go into into that stadium down there. And I'm Karen and I are looking forward to being there, and you got great fans down there, and we look forward to uh, look forward to the game. They're going to take that chopper, Jerry Jones, chop and fly down there. LSU winning. Who, who, who y'all got? LSU. <laughs> who going to win tomorrow? Uh, y'all post it now. You know, y'all post it. LSU or the Razorbacks. You know, if you're, you're a Razorback fan, let me know. Uh, don't be scared. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. I know somebody. I know somebody's a, a Razorback fan up in the house, man. I know somebody's down there. Arkansas going to win. LSU. You state your claim now. You know, state your claim now. State your claim now. Who gonna win? <laughs> oh my goodness, man. Um, all right. So, <clears throat> a lot of you guys been asking me to to to, to really tell teams to lead forward or tell somebody to lead forward. But uh, there's a segment that's on uh, undisputed Cowboys. They finna talk. So I'm knowing. I'm knowing that I can tell somebody to lean forward. Let's listen to these fools over here. For a calf strain during Wednesday's practice and is set to miss multiple weeks. Bucky Brooks, what's the bigger concern moving forward after that upset loss to the Broncos? Cowboys stagnant offense or they very leaky defense? Leaky. Uh, it's the offense. The <laughs> offense, everything for Dallas. Part of the reason why we were excited about the Cowboys is because their Appreciate you the people's champ. is their best defense, meaning they can play a style that forces the opponent to chase points. But it's about the offense playing efficiently. It's Dak Prescott getting the ball out to C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, being able to bring Michael Gallup and reincorporate him into the mix. It's Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard running crazy and being able to control the clock because the real root of the problem that happened against the Broncos, not necessarily that the offense didn't play great, 
The Broncos controlled the ball for 42 minutes. Mm -hmm. And anytime you put that defense on the field for more than 30 minutes, the leaks are going to happen. So rather than me saying, oh, Dan Quinn has to fix this and fix that, no. Offense, score points, control the clock, make sure you're dictating the terms because the strength of the Cowboys team is in the star power on offense. And so mm. I need that star-powered offense to always play at an A level. The defense is going to be up and down just based on how they're constructed, the young players that they have on that side. But offensively, each and every week, they got to show up and play at an A level. If they don't play at an A level, it's hard for the Cowboys to win. So, yes, I'm more concerned about the offense because I need them to play great for the Cowboys to win and win consistently. That's Bucky Brooks. So, I mean, he's on point with his analysis, uh, by the way. Uh, I've seen somebody said uh, Bucky Brooks. And shout out to the peoples, man. He said PPR uh, picks for three for, for this week will be Knox, Hickby, uh, Williams, as well as CEH and E. Moore. Thanks. Uh, okay, so check out him. That's a fantasy football talk for everyone. Be sure to check out that on the PPR uh, picks for the week. And, and this guy, the people's champ since 2007, I'm quite sure that he's right. Somebody said that uh, Bucky Brooks said that was it was it LVE? I lost you, man. I lost you where you put that at on that list right here. LVE is playing at a Pro Bowl level. Is that what is that what Bucky Brooks said? Now his last game, LVE last game, he scored at a 90 to 91, I believe. And that's a high metric scoring. He had 12 tackles, I think 10 solo tackles. And uh, coverage ability was decent. I think he graded out good in that category. Uh, if he played every game like he played the last game, then, yeah, he'll be uh, uh, in the Pro Bowl rankings or what have you. But um, it, it's a situation where it's, I doubt it. I'm not sitting here saying that I'm throwing salt or shade at LVE. We need to see him making more impactful plays, by the way. But LVE, let's see what he can do against Atlanta. Didn't the last time we played Atlanta, didn't he pick off? Well, it was time before last. It was time before last, right, that he picked off Matt Ryan. Let's see if he can repeat that. You know, Let's see if he can uh, stack good games behind another one. Ah, oh, man, you know, check my stat on this, but I do believe every time Dallas has given up more than 30 points, they lose the game. <laughs> and, and that's a lot of points, but in, in reality, in today's NFL, that really isn't a lot of points. So they've done an excellent job of managing <laughs> uh, opposing offenses well Shout enough to, to give their, their though. team uh, enough leeway to win games. So while I will say you're correct and I'll agree with you, that the offense has to be the catalyst of winning these games, and Dak has to play pe better than what he did uh, against the, the Broncos. I give credit to the Broncos' defense for playing well, opportunistic style of, of play. They made some pretty uh, interesting you know, turnover plays, sudden change of possession plays against Dallas. But the offense does have to play well, but the defense has to be in collaboration with that offense playing well, meaning that as big a plays as Dallas is capable of making and getting to the end zone from anywhere on the field with some of this talent that they have out there and as complete as, as their receiving core is, the defense still 
has to manage to find a way, even with the, the, the absence of Lawrence and Gregory, to keep teams on their heels and out of the end zone for mm-hmm. less than 30 points. And in some cases, man, less than 20 points. Is that Are they capable of doing that? Without Randy Gregory or Demarcus Lawrence, I think that that's a difficult proposition. I think it makes this a very vulnerable Dallas team. But if they're able to do that, if Dan Quinn is able to position this defense, ho 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 ho! I I, I take the donations. By the way, you know I you know I <laughs> I'm a capitalist. By the way, you know I, I take the donations. You know, <laughs> but the people champ says bang bang Niner gang. <laughs> No, 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 no. (laughs) Is that that a way I can return? You know, (laughs) but you say go, Dak Prescott. I'm rooting for the boys. Okay, you know, but you said bang, bang, Niner gang. You got me in the middle place now, people's chap. You know, you was cool. I love it. But how in the world you fix your fingers to type in bang, bang, Niner gang? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I want to tell you so bad to people's champ to lean forward just a little bit, but I ain't going to do it to you, man. 499, man, that help out, man. That help out a long way, but man, come on, bro. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. It's like a double. I don't know. I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't, man, but shout out to you, man. It's like, uh, I don't know, man, you know. <laughs> It's like it's like looking at Prince and saying, "You are a be- uh, I don't know. You can't compliment him. May he rest in peace. But it's like I don't know. You know, Prince. You you the only guy that walked that you masculine and you feminine at the same time. You got the heels, but uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> no, 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 no." <laughs> Faithful in the building, baby. Shout out to you, Ryan. <laughs> Father of twins. <laughs> and this personnel that they have lasting right now in position to do that, they should be in a pretty good position to put up enough offense to win games. And keep in mind, the outright outside of, outside of Dave in, in, in Baltimore, who is from the same school, I won't gush on it because it happens to be the same school I came from. Outside of Oway and, and, and Baltimore, you're runaway, far and away, which I told y'all plenty, plenty times before we got to this season. The rookie of the year on the defensive side of the ball, Micah Parsons, can still make a difference from the defensive end's position. That could fill the bill until one of those guys comes back. Demarcus Lawrence is supposed to come back soon. He could fill that position. But now with mounting... No, 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 Jawad. What are you saying? Bang, bang, cowboy gang. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Let, let, let them have it, Juwan. You know, look, 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 look. They, they started naming themselves the Hot Boys one year, and, and, and they went in and tried to trade market and try to – see, that's what the 49ers do. They see what we doing, and they try to replicate that. That's why the 49ers, you know, although we tied with the same amount of Super Bowls, but you know that it deep down in the hearts – 
49ers fans really want to be Cowboy fans because they, they, that's, what they, that's what they do. That's what they do. Ain't that right, Ryan? <laughs> Deep down in the hearts, baby. You know it. I can't stand. If it's one team I can't stand, is the 49ers. I can't stand them. Let them be the bang, bang, Niner gang. We be how about them Cowboys? That's what we are. That's what we are, right? Right, right. But deep down in the hearts, you know, I know y'all 49er fans. Y'all know that y'all was y'all cheering on for Dion. But when he put on that silver and blue and started high stepping, y'all, we 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 got we grabbed a third of you guys. We grabbed a third of you guys when he put on that that that, that prime, when he started high stepping with the star on the side of the helmet. I know some of you guys. 49ers fans said, you know what? That silver and blue look nice. It looks better. It looks better with Prime when he was running with the star on the side of the shoulder pads and the helmet. So some of y'all, some of y'all 49ers fans, y'all to jump ship from the 49ers and jumped over there with the Cowboys and y'all use Dion Primetime Sanders as the excuse. I know it. I know it. I know it. Don't have me to go back. Don't have me to go back. I see some 49er fans with the starter jacket, with the Cowboys starter jacket. Don't have me to go through it. Some of y'all closets, some of y'all baby pictures, some of y'all older pictures back in the days. I would see some 49ers gear, and then I would see some Cowboys gear, and I said, I know what happened. I know what happened. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all know it. Same with Charles Haley, too. Right, same with Charles Haley, you know. <laughs> Film on Micah and two two book ends, strong ends, um, not being there. The attention will shift to him. The question will be, can somebody else step up in that defensive front that will allow for guys like Diggs and other guys in that secondary to still be able to have the impact that they've had thus far in the season? Yeah, we sat here, LaVar, I think in August, and all I did was trash the Dallas defense, and you kept telling me, Micah Parsons, Micah Parsons, and you were right. You know, Micah Parsons has been great. He's been amazing. However, the rest of the defense has been awful. Other than Randy Gregory, who proved us all wrong, grading out as the sixth best defensive end in the league. Timeout. Trayvon Diggs, no. We'll get to him in a second. Randy Gregory, top ten in hits and hurries. He's playing awesome off the edge, reinvigorated. Trayvon Diggs has been terrible in the secondary. I know he's oh, made the splash plays please. and the pick six is galore, oh but that turnover You're luck that they out. thrived on early. But- now I can finally tell somebody to lean forward. But uh, the people's champ, I mean, you the people's champ over here with the donations to help elevate the nation. He says Deion Sanders and T.O. took some of the fans with no cap. You know, I, 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 I can tell you guys I couldn't stand couldn't stand prime when he P.I.'d my guy Michael Irvin. And he was the reason why we didn't go on that back to back, back to back, back to back situation. And uh, he, he actually P.I.'d my guy Michael Irvin. And I will never forget that. I cried like a baby that day. Um, and there's some holes in the wall somewhere in somebody's house. I'm not going to mention it. But uh, when T.O. standed on the star, I said, man, my main mission in life is for T.O. To, to, to just go down, you know, with the ship one day. Uh, but neither here nor there, when he, stand, when he stood tall on the star, that, that, that really, that really bored me, you know. But then when T.O. played for the Cowboys, I always thought that one day, one of those days, he'll be lifting the Lombardi Trophy 
because of of what he did to the star, but it never manifested into that. And the reason being is because we didn't stand tall with that coach. I believe I'm gonna go to my grave thinking this. If Bill Parcells would have hung around for one more year, one more year, T.O. would have been able to do just that. That's what I believe. Like, come on, look at all the credit that Coach Wade got that year. Most of those guys was Bill Parcells' philosophy, his coaching, all of that stuff. But I get what you guys are saying, though. Lucky you know this. They were getting turnover luck for the first six or seven games. Uh, and seven, oh, seven? what happened? Trayvon Diggs all of a sudden gets lit up like a Christmas tree by Tim Patrick of Denver. Yeah, a pass interference flag in the end zone, beat deep. By the way, again, pro football you focus, I'll give it to him. never played cornerback. third graded out cornerback in the league. By the way, Anthony Brown on the other side is like top 25, okay? Ooh. What's this guy named? McIntyre. Not the computer. Won't you lean forward just a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, uh, LeVar said you clearly never played football. Well, let me rewind a little bit. Denver, yeah, a pass interference flag in the end zone, beat deep. By the way, again, pro football you focus, I'll give it to him. never played cornerback. 100. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. And third graded out cornerback in the league. By the way, Anthony Brown on the other side is like top 25, okay? Trayvon Diggs has been fortunate with the pick sixes. I know the Dallas mob is going to come after me online, but this defense is the problem. <laughs> right. Okay. I'm sorry, Bucky. Leaky is barely defining how bad these guys Ooh. have been. And I just wonder, you know, is this going to be a mid-season malaise for Dallas until Gregory comes back, until Demarcus Lawrence comes back? And I'm a little worried this week. I was going to go with Dallas in my Survivor League, um, but I just, I wonder, if, if Micah Parsons... Uh, LeVar is rushing the quarterback. Appreciate Who's going to cover Kyle Pitts in the slot? Don't tell me, Trayvon Diggs. That's a You're mismatch galore. You're going to have to use a secondary guy to cover I, Pitts anyway. Well, so Curse is playing well. I'll give him that. But their front seven in Dallas is struggling. If you can't pressure the quarterback, and right now they're just league average across the board, other than Gregory, it could be a long couple of weeks for Dallas here. Uh, the offense is not the problem, by the way. Uh, one number for you, Bucky. Third most efficient offense in the league. Last week they were missing Tyron Smith. And it was pretty clear they couldn't block anybody. Mm. I mean, he was uh, the backup steal looked like a traffic cone on the left side. He was just getting burnt left and right, and Dak was under duress. Denver, I think you said, had the ball for 41 minutes. Well, if you can't stop the run, and Denver had like 165 on the ground, you can't get the ball back. There was a couple high-leverage fourth downs that Dallas failed on early, and that was ultimately the game. They fell behind, couldn't come back. I'm only worried about the All right, all right, all right. Brady is the goat of goats. Why don't you lean forward just a little bit for 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 saying non factual information? Why don't you lean forward right 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 there? Oh, feels good, yeah, baby. All right, so you stated an opinion, but let me put out something that trumps opinions, right? 
the Dallas Cowboys versus the 49ers, which is a good rivalry, by the way. But don't you know who leads the all-time rivalry versus the Cowboys versus the 49ers? Huh? Cowboys lead the all-time rivalry. Can somebody put the numbers down in the chat so that we can know for sure facts versus opinion? And I love it because the Cowboys lead the all-time game-to-game matchup versus or, do, or, or should we let Google decide, you know? I, I love it because I can't stand the 49ers. Can somebody put those numbers down? He, please, please, can somebody put the numbers down, you know? <laughs> you know, I can't wait for somebody to put the numbers down because I know you guys are looking. The all-time, type in the all-time record versus Cowboys versus 49ers. No, 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 no. Ryan, you speaking with emotions. Not a gang. You talking about not a gang. Ryan, you know good and well. <laughs> I ain't going to slap you because you my brother. But not a gang, fella. No, you speaking out of emotions. I want, I, I want the raw. See, somebody got it right. Mapson got it right. Facts versus opinions. <laughs> My opinion. Yeah, look, your opinion can be two plus two could be nine. You know, that's an opinion. You know, that's wrong. But the facts two plus two is actually four. You know? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. So, yeah, we, we, we are right. Okay, so just so, just so they can, we're going to type this in together. We, we, like, we like to type this in together for everybody, right? You know, we're going to type in, we're going to type this in right here so that everybody, mama, uncle, cousin, Tupac, and Biggie can see. May they rest in peace. Cowboys versus 49, oh, I said 19, just, you know, 49ers, all-time record. Oh, the 49ers flash Cowboys rivalry. National Football League rivalry between the San Francisco 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys lead the series 19 to 17 in one tie. Oh, and and, 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 and this is what they got right here. Cowboys 5 and 2, most recent since January 2. Oh, January 1995, the Dallas Cowboys 28, San Francisco 38. That was the pro season last game that y'all won, which y'all want to cook it for that. But the last series, 5-2 since 1995. Uh, Law, these facts make your teeth white and your beard grow. I love it. I love it. Fatality, D. <laughs> It's all fun again. Y'all some good sports, but y'all know I can't stand them. I can't stand these uh, 49ers. But, but, but my brother, he's a diehard 49er fan. But listen to the rest of these guys over here, man. Y'all having a good time on a, on a Friday? Defense, the offense, no concerns. <laughs> hmm. See, here's the thing, because it's gameplay and strategy. So it's one of these things where I know, Jason, like you like basketball. So if I'm Wisconsin Badgers and I'm playing half-court basketball and I'm draining the shot, Appreciate like you, Jay time, I shrink the game. So the Dallas Cowboys, because you pointed out that they're very efficient, one of the more efficient 
offenses in football, where if that is the strength of your team and you're so efficient, well, now you can change the way that you play. So rather than playing fast, you play slow because now you protect your defense. Rather than throw it all over the yard, maybe you throw early and run it late. So now that you put the pressure on the other team to chase points. So what I would expect to see is an aggressive but efficient offense trying to dictate the terms early, trying to see if they can put that old 14 spot up on teams. So now those teams have to abandon the running game because it's harder to run the football when you're chasing points. So now you have to throw it all over the yard. So now the, I think you called it the lucky turnover defense Jeez. can then have more opportunities to get those tips and overthrows that lead to interceptions. And yes, I fully can acknowledge that Trayvon Diggs, every now and then, he gets caught with his hand in the cookie jar. But you know what I also see? <laughs> Delios, I see appreciate you. Because he's eating all the cookies. <laughs> he has seven cookies that he's eating this year. So I'm okay with the cookie monster every now and then getting pinched because he got caught in there. He will get it back. He is one of the best corners that we've seen. And sometimes you got to give a little to get a, get a little. little. Because he is going to continue to seduce quarterbacks <laughs> into seduce. taking shots. And we have seen Ooh. that if it's not a pinpoint pass, he will pick it off. And so I'm not worried about the defense. The defense will play the way they need to play. But it's the offense that has all the pressure because everyone knows that the offense has to carry the water for this team. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt, man. All right, so what we going to do now, uh, shout out to everybody that's watching, man. Hey, hey, the Dallas Cowboys versus the Atlanta Falcons became a, a conversational piece that we liked uh, about these things right here. One, Ben, is Matt Ryan a Hall of Famer? Two, Ben, who's better, 49ers versus the Dallas Cowboys? I can't make this stuff up. It's good so far, man. All right, so let's let's let's, let's look into some of the. Um, uh, let me pull this up right quick, as you guys can see. Shout out to Cowboys Experience. Uh, we got an event tomorrow that I would love to see y'all beautiful faces at. Uh, is at the Toyota Music Factory. Be sure to come over and holla at your boy between the hours of two and four. And we have a, a wonderful treat for you guys out there. But b before we talk about Dak Prescott, uh, let, let's listen to this right quick, Cowboy Nation, because I really want to see y'all out there, man. We 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 grinding over here, baby. We are we we are doing all of the good things that you all need to know. And we gonna run it up, baby. Mm -hmm. I just wanna run it up. Come on. Can we check or something? I'm really in the field, let up, yeah Wanna, uh I've been Come really out. in the field, let up, rush, I love the field Lately, I just wanna run it up Don't need no deals, I make the deal Have to take it to a meal Lately, I just wanna run it up Yeah. Get ready to call in I wanna Come know your song. thoughts, Cowboy Nation Lately, I just wanna run it up. Shout out to Cowboys Experience we got some good guys that are gonna be there tomorrow. Need them ones, I need them fives, need them tens, I need that change to the safe, got blues inside. Six five seven greens and pinks is three nine oh seven three nine one when I play come on to the day. I'm with L yeah, I'm with T Black, I'm with Let's go, it's a part of Cowboy Nation. Still the same, not switching sides, now it's about loyalty. Size off for the bag, and that's worth more to me. Yeah, I mix Nike with designer. I experiment, experimentation. What's on the shelf, and I'm not feeling it. 
Search for Come on. the one, but baby, see the hotline for your mind. Can't trust a soul, I keep a hammer, call it too legit. I've been really in the field, not a rush, I love the field. Come on. Really, I just wanna run it up. Six five seven. Don't need no deals, I make the deal. Three nine oh. Seven, three, nine, one, let's go. Hey, ho. That's the hotline for your not for your mind. Come on. Watch this. Hit my line. Six five seven three nine oh seven three nine one. I'm gonna put it in the, I'm gonna put it in the chat right quick. Keep it simple, baby. Mopping with my brothers is no question. Keep it real. Whether we east coast and nowhere in the hills, in the popping straps of blue faces, not the pills. Heard you call him bluffs. I show him proof. Yeah, it's for real. Son of God, not a son of Sam. Keep it off the books and keep it coming in. Bitch, the OFC, see what I'm coming in. The inside caramel, just like a honey. Y'all watch it. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. All right, we got the 972. You're live. Hey. What's going on? Hey, are everything all is well? What you got for this episode? Hey, so, yeah, I want to just talk about briefly um, the last game. Okay. Um, I, I, I don't think people really understand the value of Tyron Smith. I got a lot of um, messages about how, oh, we need to cut him. He's always injured. But Dak was running for his life the last game. Facts. And our O-line just just needed him and then honestly look i love lyle but still did his thing mm -hmm. and to move him and make those changes at the last minute really 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 hurt our o-line and so that's all i want to say about the denver broncos game but moving forward the falcons they're about to die they're gonna get shot out the sky but um <laughs> We out for blood because one thing is about our team, we don't like to lose, and we don't like the media see us lose. So we're going to win this, not just because of Dan Quinn, but our team has a whole different energy about them, and I just love it. I love to fight Micah, uh, Trayvon, Osa. Mm -hmm. All of those guys are really, really stepping up for us. When we used to depend on the veterans, we don't have to do that now. And I just absolutely love it. I'm not sure how much time I have left, but I just wanted to say that. I wanted to put that out in the atmosphere. And forget the, the, the spokespersons on television. Right. I really feel like if there was a lane for you, nation for for other guys out there who are doing this on youtube to be out there publicly y'all give the real the only time i listen about the nfl draft is when you do it because mm. you do it so real and i love it i love knowing about players i don't watch college football um but i learn about it through you and this is not just a learning experience for me when i watch you every day but 
you know, just hearing you you and everybody else who tunes in and has their comments, I actually love it. I wanted to say that first, you know, not first foremost, but at the end of it all, in the end of the day. Now, the key to beating the Falcons is keep Matt Ryan on the bench and, and give him pressure because he can't handle it, and Facts. we already know it. Facts. I appreciate you for calling in. Um, and, I, and I thank you for your words of adulations and, and, and praises there. That goes a long way, not a short way. And, and this, normally when I do these shows, the first call, I just get full time, you know. <laughs> so, so you had enough time to spit your mind on everything. What is your name, by the way? My name is Jametta, and I would just like to say personally, yeah, I do you. know Dak Prescott, his brother Tad, mm-hmm. and they hear your thoughts, they know your thoughts, and they are appreciative of your show. Appreciate you so much. Uh, thank you for calling in. I have no rebuttal. Appreciate you for calling in. All right, y'all take care. Go Cowboys. That's a good call. Straight to the point. I mean, gave all type of love and adulation. Shout out to uh, Tad Prescott and Dak Prescott. Uh, we are uh, working on a partnership slash sponsorship uh, with, with uh, Dak Prescott and company at the Walk-Ons. Shout out to Boss Cowboy, the OC. Uh, we do live events there, and we're trying to grow that restaurant, whereas uh, Dak Prescott have uh, a lot of majority ownership in that particular restaurant, and I really appreciate them, and I thank them for uh, watching the show and giving out praises. It's, 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 not, it's not a situation whereas – you, you type into the Google and, and you and you look up Cowboys content and you will either see my face name or logo. And that goes a long way. But 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 neither here nor there. I, I really appreciate her for calling in. Great energy, man, about the team. And we got somebody that brings the same energy, you know, on a different level as well. We got Lady Jessica, you live. Hello. Hey, what's going on? Not much. What's up with all of these lame comments in this chat? These people actually think all Cowboys going to come out here and play like they did the last game. Okay. Uh-huh. One, Dak was just not getting started refreshed. He had did sit out a whole game for you idiots. And you honestly think these people going to come out there and play like they did last week? Are you out your freaking mind? You people call yourself fans. No, y'all not. Y'all ain't fans when, when they're winning. If mm. you ain't true, win, lose, or tie, that's my team. Mm. Been my team since I was five years old. Ooh. Since I was jumping up and down with the little Dallas Cow football that my daddy bought me when I was a oh, little yeah. bitty girl. Oh, yeah. My daddy is dead and gone, and he was a diehard mm. Cowboy fan. So I'm a Cowboy fan just like my daddy. A oh preacher's kid. Ooh. So to all of you people in this chat talking about, still talking about the loss, y'all are lame. This year is week what ten now? Mm-hmm. Can you say move forward? Move Can forward. you say let's go cowboys? Let's go Can cowboys. You say, they're gonna dominate the Falcons. Yeah. You say the Falcons dirty birds are going down. We're gonna have fried birds. Okay? Yeah. Lady Jessica, I love it. You shooting them down, shooting down them birds, and you bringing all type of energy. I have no rebuttal. I have no rebuttal. Appreciate you for showing your love and adulation. Thank you so much, Lady Jessica. 
It's a good call from her, man. Good call from her. Good call. Good call. I mean, I mean, she she shoots it straight from the hip. And I'm gonna tell you guys, man. When I tell you guys this, she don't like this team at all. There's no way, no way she liked this team. She absolutely loved this team. L O V E. Yeah, she loved this team, and and she's ready. She's ready. Uh, I can't wait to see uh, how this is going to go through, especially this Sunday uh, when we have the call-in show. All right, uh, my God, what's good? Tariq? Yeah, what's going on, Law, man? What's good, Cowboy Nation? Uh, I, I, I like to say this, man. I'm all down for what Jesse be saying as far as this PVO thing. PBO. I get that. Mm-hmm. I'm with that all day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I, I'm the same way. I <laughs> I don't like the Cowboys. I love the Cowboys. I, I already I know where you're going to go. I know where you're going to go. Go, 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 go with it. Go yeah. ahead and shoot it out. <laughs> but, I'm all, but I'm also going to say the real when they're out here messing up. Okay. My whole thing is like this. Let's, mm-hmm. not, let, let's not call the fans names. People do, make, people do, 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 stuff, uh, do stuff up for emotion. But yeah. my whole thing is like this, man. Kellen Moore, he knew that he had a new he, – he put a guy from right tackle to left tackle. Mm-hmm. Come on now, that lets you know you have to adjust. Right. This dude got to get got to get used to this position. So mm-hmm. what do you do? You got to throw. You got playmakers. You got to get the ball into your playmakers' hands. The offense was bland mm-hmm. uh, last oh game. Gosh, it yeah. looked like a Jason Garrett offense. Like we just gonna line up and we are gonna run them over. Nah, we can't play like that. We've been playing real finesse football mm-hmm. against a lot of these teams. Mm-hmm. We finesse and power. So what I'm saying is this, yo, you got to get the ball to people like C.D. Lamb's hands. I don't care if you hand the ball off to him. I don't care if you throw this dude a screen. Mm. I don't care if you do an end around. You got to get the ball in his hands. That's a pro- That was one of the biggest problems last week in Tony Pollard, too. You got to you gotta throw the ball, the, the, uh, do the same thing with him. No you doubt. know, they playmakers. No so you got to get them the ball when everything else is failing. You see what, they, you see what Atlanta's doing with a person like – Patterson, they mm-hmm. hand him the ball. They're throwing the ball out the backfield. You telling me Kelly Moore didn't have that in his bag, the line CD out and make him go run up the run up the flat from the from out the backfield? Come on, man. We gotta call it we gotta call it spade a spade. Spade you gotta spade. get the ball. So, out so, that so let me ask you this. Uh, and I love the objective thoughts here. And shout out to you, Patrick, for sending me the cash app. I really appreciate you, Patrick, just sending cash app, Cowboy Nation, uh, to help grow everything. Uh what should the Cowboys do? Uh if they should defer or should they, you know, keep the ball? What what should they do opening series? Uh honestly, if it's on them. You're the coach the right ball. now. No, you, you you keep the ball. Okay, so so, so I'm, I'm rolling with you. I'm thinking with you. I'm thinking along the lines with you. You the coordinator. You the offensive coordinator at yeah. this point. You got Dak Prescott. You got Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. You got all of your weapons here. Uh, minus Blake Jarwin. He's the only guy that's not going to be back out there. And you got a misfit with your offensive line. We got to see whether or not these boys are going to eat. And you got Grady Jarrett. I think he's playing. So what would be your first set of plays, Tyreek? Run it. Uh, personally, get the ball in my playmaker's hand. My whole thing is like this. Sometimes we know Ezekiel Elliott, we got we to gotta, – he, he gets better throughout the game. A person like Pollard – Sometimes you might have to throw Pollard out there fast. No, 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 no. You said get the ball to your playmaker's hand. 
Who is your ultimate playmaker? You you just said CD Lamb. Oh, the game changer is CD Lamb. So 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 your first series is going to be focused. You're going to build a series against getting the ball to CD Lamb, right? So what's your first play? So you saying first shotgun, play, right? Either either they they bat in the run in the round. So a sweep, a sweep and around. A reverse sweep. Uh, that's, that's your first play. That's my first play. You know what I mean? Even if I fake it to him and hand the ball off to somebody else, that's one of my plays because my whole thing is like this. We waited too long to try to get this dude the ball. That's why him and Dak wasn't on the same page, man. That's why he's out there dropping the ball, Keeping all that stuff. That's just my opinion. You know what I mean? That, that's it for me. I just, I just believe you get the ball in this man's hands, he makes things happen one way or another. I we got to roll because our Tyree. defense is beat up. You, you, you know, when I say all of that, it's not as easy as it sounds, huh? You know. Uh, what That's personnel, true. What, what personnel you gonna line up? Whether it's twelve or eleven, or whether you gonna go ace formation, uh, 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 and pretty much go empty. Uh, you want to get all of your guys. Sometimes you can have too many weapons, right? And, and I'm not saying that in a, a crass way. And, and it's hard to really game plan around that. And the Cowboys, when they face against the Atlanta Falcons, they got to take away what the Atlanta Falcons do best. And this is chess, not checkers. So your first series, it may be a situation where you may go three and out because they they matched up well with what you try to do. And if Dak Prescott didn't get that rapport with CeeDee Lamb, you know, I'm talking about in preference to the last game because he rolled his ankle, yeah. right? He didn't get that rapport. His hots, his reads were gone. Uh Amari Cooper, he had bad hamstrings, so he didn't practice all that week. And all I'm saying now, it sounds like a bevy of excuses, right? Right or wrong? Uh-huh. It sounds like excuses. Okay. Because your running back, who averaged 5.1 yards, every time he got going, he had a knee situation. So you had to manage that. And then when you put Tony Pollard in, he wasn't getting 5.1 yards per rush. So those are things that Kelly Moore had to build while he was in the air, building the plane while he's in the air. And excuse me, it could be a situation that Kelly Moore leaned on Joe Philbin and said, "Okay, this is the front five that you said that, that you trust. Why I can't keep Tyron Steele at right tackle? So he have to also be the guy that 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 can work well with the offensive line and be that person to say, "Hey, I trust your judgment." There's a lot of things going on. When you're the offensive coordinator, when you're not the head coach, that's a lot of things, a lot of moving parts, fam. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Tony. I can dig it. I can dig it. But my one thing I got to say before I get off here. Mm-hmm. Now, if you know that this dude, if your left tackle is suffering, don't you put help over there? Don't you throw, don't you throw little, little hitches, little screens out there to that side to where it's like the ball is out of Dak's hand? Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah you slide protect. The ball. Yeah, you slide protect. Uh, normally, now his game plan would have been this, and, and and this before I let you go, he probably said, you know what, we will keep Ezekiel Elliott in to slide protect to that left side, right? Uh, if if something mm-hmm. happened, oh, Blake Jarwin would normally alleviate that by vertically stretching the field because even if you have a tight end that can inline block, and I'm not saying that Jarwin is a hell of a blocker, but what he do is he make the defense play honest. There was man-to-man up on yeah. the outside. I wish, you know, you lined that that up two weeks, three weeks ago when you had a healthy Jarwin and a healthy Schultz. You do 12 personnel. It makes them get out of that look, that man-to-man look, especially man-to-man up on the outside. 
But by you having the draw went out and on top of that, by you playing the musical chairs with your offensive line, it creates so much nuances that on top of that, you had a quarterback didn't play in three weeks and both of your primary wide receivers banged up. And oh, by the way, I sound like a bevy of excuses, but Ezekiel Elliott got a banged knee. So now you can't even you have go. Ezekiel Elliott in there. And that's what you get. You get this game. You look up, it's 30 to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, that's cool. I that is know, how it looks. Like hey, I'm happy that we get in Gallup back. Hopefully Facts. he makes a big difference to the offense this week. And, yeah. hey, man, let's go let's go beat these talkers, man. Let's go I'm beat them. But, 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 but it's still a situation where we got to play the game. I feel you got to that, – that was as uh, objective as I could be, right? And I'm not hating. Yeah. You see what I'm saying, yeah. Tyreek? It may sound like I'm a fan fan guy, but shout out to the Broncos. They had to do their job and they did one hell of a job. Yeah. They did a great job of playing, you know. Yeah, they yeah, they whooped our butts. Hey, we still yeah. but what we gonna do, what we gonna do this week? We gonna we gonna man up. So we gonna shut up. It's gonna be water than two, man. I rather man up. Let's go, man. <laughs> no doubt, Tyreek, man. I appreciate you, bro. All right, all right. Now y'all take it easy. Good call from Tyreek, and, and I get his his side of thinking. Right, right. It, it, it's hey, we can talk about what we're gonna do, but the facts are this is what happened. And I'm not saying that the Cowboys should have won that game with a a gimpy, limpy Ezekiel Elliott and a rolled ankle. You know. C.D. Lamb and a bad hamstring, Amari Cooper. These are not these are not excuses. These are just the facts. But I get it. They had to show up. They are millionaires. They they get paid a check just like the opposing team. And the opposing team said, "Yeah, shoot, we're gonna relish at that. We're gonna beat them down." But that's just how it goes. From the four six nine, you live. What's going on, Law? Nothing to it, man. Talk okay. to me. All I wanna all I wanna say is. Dallas better be careful. Facts. Better be careful. Mm-hmm. Matt, Matt Ryan is not sorry, Law. He's not sorry. I was listening to you earlier. Remember that one season when they still had Mike Smith and they went all the way to the NFC Championship and barely lost to the 49ers? We're actually beating the 49ers, and the 49ers came back barely with Cap. Right. So Matt Ryan is not sorry. Matt Ryan is not sorry. Like, And our defense isn't great either. Our defense is towards the bottom half of the league. That's what Shannon be talking about when he's saying our defense really isn't good. We're just getting turnovers. And we're not getting turnovers. Our defense is really atrocious when you look at the numbers. So we better be careful this game. That's all I'm going to say. We better be careful. We could mess around and end up losing again to a team that we should beat. We think we are better than. We are better than. But we can mess around and end up losing. Now, Dak, he looked good last game to me, in my opinion. He just wasn't hitting the throws. All the throws were based on the right ideas. And he was running right. for his life. <laughs> he, was he was running for his life. He was, he was running, running yeah. for his life, and mm-hmm. um, he was rusty. That was just rust. He was shaking off the rust. And I think he'll be back to what we are used to seeing him play at, the type of level we're used to seeing him play at. Well, like well, well said, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. So, mm-hmm. so, so you came on and you said, hey, Matt Ryan is not sorry. I get it. So, so, so if you Dan Quinn, if you Dan Quinn, you have to formulate a plan to take away their number one guy, and their number one guy is Matthew Ryan, right? So you're gonna have to come up with a scheme or or a plan to say, okay, that is their number one guy. We're gonna isolate him. Do what makes him tick on a bad situation. Make him make, put pressure on him 
find ways to to knock him off his marker. Oh, on top of that, if it's pressure from the interior, we can do that. But the pressure on the outside, we may be we down, right? So those are things that we're you know, gonna we have to worry about. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're truly gonna have to empty out the depth chart because what we don't want is for this game to turn into a track meet, which it could. This game could turn into a track meet because I'm telling you, our defense is towards the bottom half of the league. So 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 now now our defense is toward the bottom half of the league. So is the Atlanta Falcons. Their defense is toward the bottom half of the league. They are ranked 28th in defense, right? Right. It could be a track meet, but I'm quite sure. I'm quite sure the Atlanta Falcons, that's what they should not try to say. Okay, we're going to just go toe-to-toe with the Cowboys. The reason why yeah, the Broncos – have a possession or two. Right. What I'm saying is the reason why the Broncos won ultimately because they played keep away. They, the Cowboys only had the ball for 18 minutes. The entire game. If the was losing the ball, like right, like not just not, not just necessarily keeping the ball away in terms of running the ball. They did run the ball very well. Don't get me wrong, but Teddy Bridgewater, man, he was sitting in there like comfortable in the pocket making some throws. And I'm just sitting here thinking, well, what if that's Matt Ryan? Well, the only reason the, the, the only reason why Teddy was able to do that is because they had established something else too. You know what that was? You're right. They did. They established right. the they run. They, they got the run game going. I, like I said, the run game looked good. But at the same time, when it's time to really, like, come after the quarterback and pass rush, like, he was just sitting there in the pocket. just Like, when it was, like, really third and long is really what I'm saying. Like, when it's really, like, third and long, we know it's a pass. We know we get off the field here. We got a chance to still win the game. He's sitting in there, sitting in there like, really comfortable making reads and making throws. And I'm saying now we got Matt Ryan now, a quarterback that most people would take over at Teddy Bridgewater. Might end up turning into a track meet. And then you get a possession or two to where, hey, now they got momentum established in our stadium. They stop this on a possession or two. Now they got the ball to potentially win the game. Yeah, you, you're right on that. Now, that's, that's, that's all of the other teams as well. But I appreciate you for calling in. Good objective analysis there, though, by the way, 469. Appreciate you. Good call from there, man. Good call, baby. Y'all got some good calls, baby. We got Mr. Passion in the line. You're live. What up, Law? Nothing to it. What, talk to me. This is your boy, Mr. Passion. Yeah. Yeah, talk to me, man. Talk to me. Hey, you know, I, you know I got to call in. Hey, I have some thoughts. What's that? Yeah, I got some things to say. Okay. Hey, I've been looking at people on Twitter tripping. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. About this loss against the Broncos, man. Y'all need I remind you? Okay? Facts. Like you say, facts. Okay? (laughs) Right. That been gone for what? Two weeks? Three weeks? Three, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, and they switched the rotation of the offensive line. Still on his first week on the left side. Well, back on the right, been gone for five weeks. Top of that, that first game back, going to be a little bit rusty. Mm-hmm. And it takes time to get things going and get together and get the cohesive, you know, that you're supposed to have. Right. And, and if anything, on top of that, okay, you also got to remember, there was key shots that that threw that, they missed out on, on sure touchdowns by drops. Right. Things like that. 
And on top of that, you know, you had, what, Randy Gregory, who kind of hurt himself in that game, too, on top of that, too. So, you know, people need to start, when they start sputing stupid stuff, they need to start thinking about before they say something and have more faith in your team and realize this is a young team and that they're learning still on the job and realize that even though you're facing the Atlanta Falcons this week and you're going to be missing Randy Gregory and things like that, that this team still has talent. It still has my dog, my yeah. man, my favorite player of all time, Mr. Poston. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Appreciate you so much, man. Thank you so much, man, for all that you do for Cowboys Nation. I really appreciate you, Mr. Passion, man. And, and I love you, man. You know that. And uh, all I got to say is, hey, let's go, Cowboys! Yeah, man, that's my dog right there, man. <laughs> down, boy, down. Down, boy, shit. <laughs> Woo! That dog come out of nowhere, man. Hey, we got Reggie, man. You live from the four seven zero. What's up, man? I'm I'm out of Atlanta, man. I, what's up, Lord? How you doing? Man, I'm doing great, man. Talk to me. Man, I've been a Cowboy fan my whole life. Just had to deal with the Atlanta folks. Oh, oh yeah, they talk a lot of noise too, man. Yeah, they do. But all them facts you said are really about the game. But I got to look at it like this: they Talk came out. They put their pants on like everybody else. And they thought they could just walk through this team, but they got hit. Then they got hit again. Then they got hit again. Then they got embarrassed when the fans walked out. Mm. They just do something to you mentally like you're on a playground. You got to, you know, you the bully for a long time. Then you got to <laughs> come back the next game. And they're going to act the fool the next game with more energy and more flying around the ball because they got embarrassed. This thing about when your fans leave, in the middle of the game, yeah, that just do something to their psyche, man. I think they're gonna come back this week. They gonna put something on the Falcons, man. They ain't did a long time with with a team before, man. I don't really think it's gonna be close because they read to prove a point to some to a lot of people. Facts. That's the way I feel. That I'm thinking they want to prove a point, and they mad too. They are. <laughs> you know, they just took that game lightly. They got a little cocky. We can come out here limp and hurt. You know, we can still win this game. You know, Denver just four and four. But they realized they kept getting hit and kept getting hit, man. They didn't know what to do. They had to get refocused. Mm. So I think this week they're going to come back with some vengeance, man. I just really believe that. Yeah, and they should be uh, yeah. ready to eat. Real talk. I Appreciate think they're going to eat hard, man. I think it just, when you get hit like that and the fans leave, man, you've been winning and the fans just decide to leave the game because it's a blowout. Yeah, and not man. even watching you. Was, and it was just cheering. It was the cheering. The game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and you heard the players out the interview. They all mad. You know what I'm saying? They just did something to them. You know what I'm saying? And the fans left like that, man. No doubt, man. <laughs> but, but appreciate you so much, man, for calling in and leaving us with your thoughts, man. Shout out to you. All right, man. It's a good call from him. All right, we got the six oh one. I think this is Ryan. What's on your mind? <laughs> man, what it do, big bro? The one who we shared the same wound and room with. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and, and it holiday, don't be it don't man. be coming over here, man, talking about bang bang and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I ain't, you know, I'm, I'm gonna leave it alone. I'm gonna give you my objective trip on your cowboys. Let's be dead. 
Okay. The Russian birds y'all got, you know what I'm saying? I know y'all got a burn born to come into the Dallas Stadium this weekend. And um, uh-huh. I see how some of the fans and how the, the players reacted this week, you know, because of the loss of a little, you know what I'm saying, a little wopsided or whatnot. My only thing is for the Cowboys, you know, as I, as I observe, is that they just need to play their game. I mean, right. people saying they was upset because the fans left and they lost and it was a blowout. Don't try to do nothing extra. Do what you've been doing all year. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because you know you got a young team and they they they, they you know they still is hurt. You know what I'm saying? And they they took mm-hmm. the nothing for for a little bit, but it's okay. Just no do what you've been doing. Facts. Because you don't want to overly do it because that's when you got penalties. That's when you can have you know a momentum change because of little dumb stuff and people are trying to overcompensate. You Facts. know, and you're trying to do something extra to make sure that, hey, we are who we, you know, have been throughout the whole year. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's very important that the leaders on offense and defense tell the boys, like, hey, relax. That was just a, you know, we had an F-up game, but let's get our minds together and let's play Cowboy football. What you think about that? You 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 right on the page, man. Right on the money, man. Uh, with with everything, with your assessment of the Dallas Cowboys, um, in Play the game of making sure that you're doing what you do best. And, and that's the old mantra of the uh, previous head coach. But I believe that some of those sentiments still rest strong with the Cowboys. Just got to do what they do best and uh, and just play smart. But you're right on the money, uh, Ryan. And, and can, I, can I hear go, Cowboys? <laughs> bang, bang, not again. You already know it is. And we're going to get on here and tell your people. <laughs> we're gonna set a date, and we'll get on here, and we will have a blue versus red day. You know what I'm saying? We'll get that joke hot and spicy. Blue versus red. You know what I'm saying? Well, well, well. Um, <laughs> look, 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 look. I'm gonna have to post this again. 49ers, Cowboys rivalry. You know, 19. 17 Cowboys all day. You know what I'm saying? You know, you, you was talking hey, all of that. You were talking, no, no, no. You were talking all hey. of those opinions and motions, and I just hit you with the facts. Hey, 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 bro, bro. Hey, hey, bro, bro. How many, how many victories y'all say y'all got more than us? 19. 19 versus 17. Not so think that's that, two, right? Hmm? That's two. That's two, right? Right. And a tie. Hey. Two Super Bowl appearances since the last time y'all joke was being in twenty five years. Keep on talking. What, what you game. talking about? But you been there and you lost. So we said, hey, we don't want to get there to lose. <laughs> hey, hey, bro. Hey, hey. We no, you got there to lose. Hey, hey. You got no, no. You got hey, there to lose. What we getting there? Yeah, what you getting there? No. <laughs> hey, we not gonna got dog. No, got dog. We in third base. We coming. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You ain't even get into the room. No, what kind of like. who brags on losing? <laughs> we brag. You we get brag. that lose. You got that lose. We we gonna get there. We gonna win it. Uh-uh. <laughs> we say hey, well, it make no sense for us to get there and not win. Hey, hey it make no sense to get there and not win. You got that to lose. Hey, at least I can come on say, hey, smell my finger. You can't. <laughs> Get out of here, man. Get out of here, you nutty, you nutty boy. <laughs> Get out of here, man. I'm going to let Point Dexter bring some facts in here, man. Point Dexter, you're live. <laughs> hey, Craig. 
You ain't got nothing that go together. Right. You got peanut butter, no jelly. You got Kool-Aid, no sugar. You got Lyle, no D-Law. You got Gallup, no Gregory. Hey, man, injuries are part of the game. You know, I know I'm a little bit foolish, man, with that crazy <laughs> stuff. But I heard that interview, man, and your, your strong pimp hand, it ought to be hurting right about now, man. You just slapping that dude around like he was short on his money. You know what right, I mean? Right, 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 right. Uh, hey, man, positive energy from all the callers, you know. And um, right. uh, how do you see this game, man? Uh, a lot of callers came in, and he was right. These boys was embarrassed, man. He was embarrassed. People were walking out. You know, that's the, that's a big embarrassment. You embarrassed that, then the people walking out on you. Right, But right. check this out, man. We've we seen this team all year. Mm-hmm. We know they're good, and we know they can be dominant. We have a leader. Dak will be on. Mm-hmm. He is that dude. Mm-hmm. And if he comes out focused and the team follows him just like they've been doing the whole year, they right. won't have no problem with Atlanta, man. Yeah. They just get out there, do the thing that they do. You know, don't uh, – what they say, don't listen to the noise, man. Yeah, yeah. Just Turn get out there, down. play your ball, play the mm. game like you know, you know, to play it. Mm. You want me to go to my house and get some sugar? <laughs> go get some sugar and sprinkle it all <laughs> over it. <laughs> hey, hey Point Dexter, you don't, you don't put sugar in your grits, though, do you? You don't put sugar in your grits, though, do you? Oh, no, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't put no sugar in our grits, man. Yeah, man, just give me a little butter in them grits, man, and I'm good. I'm good. You know, a little salt with that butter, you know, and I'm good. Yeah, yeah, salt and pepper that thing, man. Don't put no sugar in your grits, man. No, no sugar in the grits, man. But, uh, man, have a great show, man. Go Cowboys. We are them boys. How about them Cowboys. Yo, that's my guy, Port Dexter, man. Oh, man, he, he, he's a Mississippian like me, man. Uh, we don't put no sugar in your grits, though. Yeah, yeah, Dorian, appreciate you, man. I put a lot, I put this loss on Mike McCarthy uh, specifically. No, 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 no. That's been the worry all season. But if if I were to say that the Cowboys would be 6-2, and two, uh, eight games in. I think that a lot of people would take that, though. You know, a lot of people would take six and two. Um, let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let's go. I got Stelios. You're in the house. Is oh, it Stelios? Hey, that's who's in the house. What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good with you? Man, you need to put my number down when you see me, man. What, 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 <laughs> what's going on with that, man? <laughs> you you, you going you to blow me off? Oh no, man! No, no I got I you right you. here. No, no, no. <laughs> you, you paid me in the corner, man. <laughs> don't, don't, yeah, don't, 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 don't yeah, shake me. No, no, it, it got your whole, it got your whole government name up there, you know. And uh, oh yeah, well that's my government name. It, it, it got it go. It don't have Dave. It have David, and then it have Alexander. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. That's, the great. That's the same. That's the same. It's the same cat. It's the same cat. Right, right, right. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't even want to talk about the Cowboys and the Broncos. You know, I'm just like Marvin in in Pulp Fiction. I don't have an opinion. You, know, I'm not even gonna say nothing. But uh, I will. But I will revert to Shaft and uh, Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. When you see that defense coming, run for your life. Mm-hmm. You, know, you shut them down. You know, first couple of plays. You know, the first series, at least at least one deep pass, 
trust if you can soften them up a little bit. You know, at least you know it, 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 it's got to be a, a a a fake reverse pass with again out to to C D Lamb or to Noah Brown. You try right. that, right. but you can probably test the water right off the bat running. You, right. you know, to try you know try to see if you can penetrate penetrate that B gap, that A gap, C gap. See if you can try to penetrate that, but you got to push that defense back. You got to mm-hmm. push that defense back. The defense. On the defensive side, you need to get up under that center and push him right back up into Matt Ryan. He'll right. get out that pocket quick. Oh yeah, he, he will get, get out that. You got to have him running for his mortal life. Like his yeah. life depends on it. He got, he got to get out that stadium. Right. You're right. Point blanket period. But uh, that's all I got to say. And you know, and oh, and it was uh, the name you was looking for was Peter Schrager. Tell him to lean forward. Oh, sh- lean forward. Uh, let me let me do it while you're on the line. Tell him, tell him to lean forward right there. <laughs> lean, lean forward. <laughs> right there. <laughs> oh, Uncle Dave, appreciate you so much, man. Yeah, all right. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. Oh, my goodness, man. Oh, oh, he's still crying with Godzilla tears, man. Oh, my goodness. Ryan, you know, the father of twins. Says Law, little big brother in the house, man. Love coming to kick it with y'all Cowboys fans. Thanks for showing all of the love to my bro. He's always been a CB Cowboy fan. Yeah, always, man. Ryan, no. He's seen real tears come out of my eyes when we lose, you know. And when that damn Tony Romo, he fumbled that ball. He tried to pick it up. (laughs) He tried to run. I was like, ah! Boy, I was locked in the room for many of days, you know. I was really mad at that one. I was a grown man when that happened. Uh, the other loss that really threw me for an L was that uh, 49ers loss, you know. I think I didn't talk to nobody for months, man. That, that really, you know, being transparent with you guys, I really was shut out for a long time. Um, the... Um, Playoff game. I'm going to tell you guys. Playoff game. Was it Jake Plummer? They call him. Uh, did they give him call him Jake the Snake? That playoff game really sent me through the roof. That game, I can tell you guys. I literally lost my marbles. Oh, my goodness. That game. And um, the. Uh, the home, his name. What's his name? Was it Jake the Holmes? Or whatever his name was for the Panthers. Oh my goodness, that game sent me through the roof. Oh my goodness, uh, I, I can I can recall like every inch of that that game, and um, that that was a game that I was uh, Carolinas, yeah. And then then it was a situation that literally. Every team that knocked us out of the playoff, they went all the way to the Super Bowl. <laughs> they used that momentum uh, all the way to the Super Bowl. No, that wasn't uh, in 2014. But this way, way, way back in the days, you know. Um, literally, team that knocked us out, go to the Super Bowl, you know. Uh, but the uh, 2006, that was a horrible uh, moment for us as well, uh, Cowboy Nation. But it is what it is. I got the 702, you're live. I think this is a great case where the coaches need to humble themselves too and put their 
players in the position to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're right. You, you got to put the players in a position to win. You do. What else you have for this episode, Dorian? Is this Dorian? Hello? All right. Appreciate you for calling in, man. And, and I appreciate you, man. You give a lot of donations and you help out for this channel all together, man. I really appreciate you. Shout out to Mario, Chris, as well as uh, Doug and Larry on the uh, Facebook. I really appreciate you guys. All right. I have DH from Vegas. What's up, Law? How's it going, my friend? Man, doing well, man. Talk to me, man. Hey, hey yo. Uh, yeah, man, we're going to win this week, man. I think people just need to – I'm going to do my best Aaron Rodgers impersonation. So I'm going to say C – H I L L chill. Come on. Yeah. This ain't Madden. Yeah. This is not John Madden where you're gonna go sixteen, seventeen and up. Mm-hmm. And like what you said before, you know, everybody should be happy we're six and two. Uh, we're in a good position to win the NFC East. Now the rest of the way we just need to stack wins together. Right. Try to get the best possible seat that we can get and then try to keep our core players healthy. Once we get to the dance, hey, we just have mm-hmm. we have just as much of a chance to get to the Super Bowl as any other team in the uh, in the NFC. So I just think, you know, we got to take a week to week, and we'll be fine. So I just think people just need to chill. And I get it. we got some Cowboy fans that want to jump off the bridge. But you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? You just got to chill. Mm-hmm. can't enjoy this ride. Jason Garrett's not here. I believe in Mike McCarthy and stuff like that, what he's doing. Um, mm-hmm. As you can see, the defense, you know, we need the defense to do their jobs like the offense. Sometimes mm-hmm. it doesn't happen uh, in, in certain games. But, hey, you know, that's why we got another game this week. We'll beat the Falcons. I don't like predicting scores, but we're going to mm. beat the Falcons, and we're going to be fine. Ooh. We're going to be fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, no, I'm doing no score prediction this week. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no score prediction like this week. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not predicting scores because I look at it like this. Like, yeah. you know, every every game is different. And my thing is, hey, as long as we win by one, hey, I'm great. Win by 20, hey, I'm great. But I feel right. like this right here, you know, we're going to be fine. So I just, people just, you just need to chill. No doubt, man. So, hey, Law, one thing I want to ask you this right Talk here. Because so, I had mentioned it before in a, in a prior call with you. Mm-hmm. And I asked you as far as how teams would beat Dallas. And I asked you, I said, you think teams are going to load the box and force Dak to, to pass? Do you think that's going to happen after what you saw against the Broncos? Because I, I think that's what teams are going to do. Cause well, you, cause I, as I said before, you have to run the football and you have to stop the run. Well, well that recipe, man, uh, been disaster to most teams when you load the box. It's isolation one-on-one to the outside, mm-hmm. and Dak Prescott been able to carve them up uh, for finding the mismatch, especially if you're in a 12-personnel suit. Uh, but mm-hmm. we need to figure out what the second uh, tight end can do in that type of look. Um, but what team's been successful on, believe it or not, when they don't blitz Dak Prescott, that mm-hmm. keeps him at his QBR uh, I think there's a, a weird stat out there, like 27, 28 rank, which is really, 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 really bad, you know. Uh, and But when they blitz, he's like elite Dak. You know, he can find the opening receiver, and that's a weird situation. Normally, coach, coaches was like, hey, you blitz him, you get bad quarterback rating. But it's the inverse. So uh, somebody used this before. They said, well, the Denver Broncos, this, let, let's just be real before I let you go, DH. Okay. Not often, not often you have a Patrick Sertain, a Fuller, Kareem Jackson, yeah. Justin uh, Simmons in your backfield. You just don't get those type of weaponries as it relates to DBs. 
not every team got that personnel. So uh, by them not being able to blitz and still move Dak Prescott the way, there's two ways we can look at it. Either the wide receiver was just so hobbled that they couldn't get open, Dak Prescott rusty, or those are just one, just a hell of a defensive back sec- secondary. You know what I'm saying? So we'll yeah, find actually, out down the line. Yeah, we'll find out down yeah, the line. I didn't see that. Yeah, because I didn't see that. Because I mean, I saw wide receivers dropping the ball. So if these guys were hobbled and still getting wide open, what is what did I say right there? And two, Atlanta secondary is not like the Broncos. So I think you just pick your poison. But you know, yeah. before I go. Hit, hit that Sparta, man. I think you got to get the fans hyped up. Oh, yeah. I got you, know, you right there, man. This is Sparta. What'd you say? That's it. We're going to win this week. We're going to win this week. We're going to win. That's what I love. Yeah. Look. Good work, Law. Appreciate you, man. Cowboys. Come on, y'all. Get hyped, y'all. Yeah. Get hyped. We're going to be all right. Let's go. Let's go, man. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, DH. From Vegas. Vegas, I always like to say it like this. That's what Chris Rock said on one of his series. Vegas, he was in Vegas. <laughs> Eight four three, you're live. Eight four three. Eight four three. What's going on? Yeah. Okay, you live, dog. What's good, man? What's good, chilling, man? What you got chilling. for me? I ain't gonna be before you long. Been okay. a lot of good talk tonight, man. Them boys yeah. about to do the same thing that I just did to my darling. Play some lullabies for them. <laughs> this is what I love to hear. But, uh, a lot of good stuff been said. I'm just going to make a couple of points because one thing I notice is when, when conversations come up about them Cowboys, there's always two things. When's the last time you've been to the Super Bowl? Mm. Or when's the last time you've been to the Super Bowl? Right. And then, are you going to make it to the playoffs? It's always losses, or did you make it to the Super Bowl? Right. right. When we winning is what, when when you did anything in the playoffs. When we nice. losing, well, when we winning, when you going what what was the last time you did some Super Bowl? When we losing, what you did in the playoffs? Right. The last time the Cowboys went to the Super Bowl, they was twelve and four. We just lost two games, and everybody trying to put us under. Right. And there's a big difference between this loss. So I like what they said. Um, yeah, they shouldn't have moved still for one. Right. But the team that showed up came out with the dub. Facts, facts, facts. But when you look at how they played, they didn't play their game. Regardless mm-hmm. of who was on the field, they did not play their game. They looked right. tired. They weren't really executing as they should. Mm-hmm. Now let's compare that to week one. Totally different team. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They outplayed them Bucks mm-hmm. the whole time. Mm-hmm. But everybody looked at this game was like, yeah, it's over for them. Facts. For a team that wasn't even playing their game. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. We have a winning team, mm-hmm. and when we have a winning team, that's what we do. So I won't be surprised if they make it all the way to the Super Bowl. But they're going to do some damage because, like it was said before, they don't like to lose. And to see what happened, watching those fans walk out, yeah, them boys, yeah. They got the team to be a dominating force. If they go up in any game and show out from front, front to finish, mm-hmm. it could easily be a shutout. No doubt, man. Man, you're right on the money with it, man. They just got to show up. The Dallas Cowboys got to show up, whether it's the week oh, one, yeah. week two, week three. Any week of the Cowboys, they show up versus the week that we had last week. We win it. I believe. I believe it, you know. But I appreciate you so much Every for game. calling in, fam. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good call, man. Good call. All right. Um, I don't know if this lady, Jessica, calling back, but uh, let's. 
we're going to let you be the last caller of tonight, then. How about that, Lady Jessica? Uh, bless us with your words. Or you just hanging around? Is this Lady Jessica? Uh, oh, okay, okay. You're live. You're live. You're live. You're live. It kept on seeming like I was fading out or you fading out or something. But, um, long. Oh, I done lost my train of thought. Oh, my God. We winning. That's what we doing. That's all we need, lady. Yes. <laughs> we winning. Yes. But, um, <laughs> I saw a comment in there. And, um, I don't nobody want to keep hearing them talk about when the last. Oh, we lost you, lady. Lady, hello. For Bo, yeah, but okay. they're going, mm. and they're gonna win it. Right, right. Nobody right. wants to speak good things. Everybody wants to speak defeat. Okay, like I said, if you keep on talking that you're never gonna be nothing, or you're never gonna do nothing, and you don't try to prosper or right. go forth and do nothing to prosper yourself, mm. you're not gonna be nobody. You're not gonna have anything. But the Dallas Cowboys is not that type of team. Right. Oh, lady, we, we you going in and out. You going in and out. But but I I, I really oh, really really appreciate you. I appreciate you it's so much. Happen. It's going to happen. Thou shall decree a thing and it shall be established. Hey, I appreciate you, Lady Jessica. Thank you so much for calling in. You're always a real one. I really appreciate your words of encouragement and your words, the positive words that you put out there and you spit out there for the universe to hear. And it comes back and all of this good stuff. And we feel good with it. Yeah, Jake the Snake. Yeah, so we lost to the uh, Cardinals one year, Jake the Snake. Jake Plummer, if you want to call him that. And then we lost to Jake, the home, you know, the homes, you know, uh, uh, the home, you know. And believe it or not, when we were looking for those quarterbacks to help us out, the home was one of those guys on our practice squad. And we let him scoot off. And then he he took that particular Carolina Panthers to the Super Bowl. And they ultimately, I think they lost to the Patriots, if my memory served me correct. But it is what it is at this point, Cowboy Nation, that spilled milk. And uh, we just got to focus in on the Atlanta Falcons, and we will see what we can do, Cowboy Nation. Call now, Jonathan. Appreciate you, Jonathan. Uh, that's from my guy, Jay Lombardi. Uh, appreciate everybody. The, the call lines are off, but shout out to you, Frederick. Thank you for calling in. Well, Frederick, uh, long, li long live the official Gucci Watts. Appreciate Gucci Watts. He will be at the event tomorrow you know so come on out to cowboys experience we live on their facebook page right now come on out enjoy yourself we will be talking cowboys football tomorrow as well as covering some of the atlanta football conversations with boss cowboy and everyone else man so i can't wait to see y'all tomorrow let's continue to grind the shine cowboy nation as we wrap up be sure to hit that like button, share this content, and let a friend and a neighbor and a foe know where to go when they want to tune in to Cowboy Sports Talk and Beyond. Lance Bell, appreciate you, Cassie. Appreciate you. Uh, East, is it Camden for life? Appreciate you, man. Jake DeHome. Yeah, yeah. He was the first DeHomey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but shout out to you, Rue Glock. Shout out to you, Ryan. Father of twins. You got two sets of twins. Uh, that's my brother. But like I told him, it's not about getting to the big dance and losing, right? We don't want to get there to lose. We want to get there to win. 
And it's not about the bang, bang, if you're not able to show that thing as it relates to the Lombardi Trophy. So I come here to tell you guys, we just got to wrap our minds together so we can formulate a win and not just do this to pretend, Cowboy Nation. Y'all know how this thing goes, right? Y'all know how this thing goes. Stop the run, yeah, but we got to formulate a run. And we got to win the time of possession, Cowboy Nation. That is the main thing. And then when we get into the red zone opportunities, we got to punch it in for six points and then have the kicker to come out to make the up points. My point is, we got to be fluid with it. But I tell people to write this down all the time. And some of those who watch this channel for a long time, they already have it memorized. And it goes like this. If you want a thing bad enough to go out there and fight for it, to work day and night for it, to give up your time and your peace and your sleep for it, if all of your desires of it makes you quite mad enough that you don't get tired of it, and it makes you hold all other things tardy and cheap for it, if life itself seems empty and useless without it, and all that you scheme and dream is about it, if you'll gladly go out there and sweat for it and fret for it and plan for it, and lose all terror of God or man for it, if you will simply, oh, 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 just simply, go after the thing you want with all of your capacity, Strengthens gargacity with faith, hope, and confidence, and stern pertinacity. If neither cold poverty or famish or fame or sickness of body or brain can turn you away from the thing you want, if dogged and grim and perceived and besetted cowboy nation, even when they try to knock you down, try to land on your back because if you can look up cowboy nation, guess what? You can get up, and we about to get up against old Atlanta Falcons. Let's figure this thing out. There's a W out there. We just got to go out there and get it. Right, 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 Cowboy Nation. Somebody said I sound like Auto Optimus Prime. Well, Autobots, <laughs> transform into a W. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let's get up out of here, baby. Come on. I seen you over there. <laughs> Bounce back, baby. Come on. Let's go. Let's roll with it. My name is Law Nation. Come see me tomorrow at Toyota Music Factory. Nowadays nothing really is ice for me. Only me and nobody Whoa. like me. Phone ringing and I tell him it's ice. I got what you want, baby. Ice freeze, freeze. Photo, photo, please. please. No photos, no, no. G's, no, no, no. Please, no photos. Hit the door and the dome and just whole team here, money some. Still young, but I move like a veteran. Move into my lawyers, baby. If you're down in my management, I'm just warming up and wait till I produce us all the numbers one. Different colors in my baggy like. Chalk it up, talk of the. Time when you're talking up, wanna hey. get you a ring and you tough enough, wanna get you new things in your pockets though. Run it up. Come on. I used to be quiet and out of luck. Now I move my up and I'm the hate and the jealousy. My mama That's telling okay. me, count up your blessings and run it up. My Nowadays, nothing Let's really is nice. Only then. one of me and nobody's like me. Phone ringing good. and I tell them it's ice. I got money on bling and she ice. Freeze, free, photo, photo. Please, no photos, no G's. No, no, please, no photos. I keep giving game away. I put game on layaway. I got paid to play today. I get paid to stay away. I get paid on rainy days. I might make it rain today. It's total pandemonium. I got paid off pain today. Thought it take the pain away. In my own lane, finger roll. I would never sell my only soul. Heard your whole team was for sale. Heard this on the market for the low. Who the realest we might never know. All the sacrifice.
contact and you go play a role Give you the world when they sign you up Try you out and then they line you up Ooh. Now you're looking hungry, ribs are touching, need some food Need some Now you're milk, all right? alive like this, surprise, but you was fooled He need some milk Now you're old news Now you got the pen and pad, you're trying to take my moves Nowadays, nothing Come on, really don't try to take our moves. Come on. Like see some fire emojis in the house. Let's sprinkle some of mama's cooking. Come on. Shout out to Kwame Brown. Hey, yo. Come on. I ran up a check, I might do it again. It's a party, Enemies baby. Close, had me thinking they're friends. Turn up. Ten toes down. Let's go. Free into the end. Crib outside the city. I don't feel safe in my ass. Y'all know how this thing goes. We live like 95, baby. Let's, Let's go. Yeah. Come on. To if I do it once, I do it again. If you watch it, add it up, add it up, hear me up, out. Up, and you have not hit that like button. I'm going to tell y'all this right quick. If you're not subscribed to Cowboys Experience and you watch that whole episode on Facebook. Back it up. Told you I'm going to do me. Why you hating on me? It's not adding up. I do roll like a Mack truck. Country heart. I'm a Cowboy Nation. I'm not afraid to tell people my vision. You know, I'm not afraid to tell people my goal in life. My goal and my vision right now is to get to 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. Let's wrap it up on Facebook to 50,000 subscribers. Let's get Cowboys Experience to 10,000 subscribers. Thou should decree a thing and it shall be established. I believe in that. I spoke all of this into an existence. I said I would have a home base studio and it's into the existence. I said my skin will be smooth like butter and I spoke it into existence. So I come here to tell you guys, I'm speaking a lot of things into the existence. I said I'm going to have some good teeth. It's, it's into existence, baby. <laughs> hey, so I want you guys to help a brother out. And get me up to 100,000 subscribers, baby. I know you guys can get me there. I know you guys can get me there. And on your way out, Cowboy Nation, be sure to hit that like button, share this thing. Let's continue to grind, to shine. And we will slow it down. Come on. Come on. Come on. Hey. Let's talk these Cowboys into the existence of winning six Super Bowls. Come on, y'all say Cowboys quest for six is happening. Come on, let the universe shift it to that direction. Come on. Come on, baby. Yeah. Come on, baby. And you, let's go. Don't let the street lights hit you. Quest for six. Let me see that in the chat. Quest for six. Quest for six. Come on. Let's go, baby. Let me see if my credit's working now. Come on, credit. Come on. Work for your brother. Yeah, spoken into the existence, baby. Yeah. Come on. Let me put some fire on that. 
blazing over here, baby. And another one. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to everybody who helped me get to this number right here. Thank all of those who contribute. Don't let the streetlights hit you all alone. Come on. Appreciate the cash app. Shout out to you. Hey. Don't let the streetlights hit you. Patrick, appreciate you. Take the fire away. Appreciate everybody who supported the nation. Jay Lombardi, Jay Rod, I see you. Let's go. If a paper crank can fly, then really doesn't feel that far. Come on with it. Shout out to you, the people's champ. Stelios, DJ Dramata. So far, Sir King Bishop. If a paper grain can fly, fly on, fly on, fly on, fly on, fly on. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. You have to be your biggest fan. And when things are really tough and they're really rough and nothing's working. Shout out to Cowboys. Our number one. That's a cold blooded YouTube man. Because you don't know who you gonna Stay at home, to. ladies, and ride a cowboy. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Good night. And good afternoon. And good morning. All of those days, depending on where you're from. Hey. Salute.